Last week, our party continued their venture to deliver an ancient artifact to the capital of Neildra. Joined by Dravosi, they had made their way to Tyrant's Landing, a major seaside town and the primary point for ships moving goods inland to Neildra. They were rejoined by their friend Morton, freshly returned from the Feywild. Leaving their ship at Tyrant's Landing, they chartered a barge and loaded their goods before heading north upriver. Several days up the river, fog set in. The party began taking watch over their cargo, but hooded figures managed to slip through their perimeter. They murdered Zal in the silence of night before he could raise the alarm, also banishing Ashi back to the celestial plane. They then set about stealing the artifact that the party was moving, attempting to push it into a greater portable hole. The sound did awake Morton, who rose the alarm, and then proceeded to jump into the hole, pushing the object out. Peach scooped up Zal, who had failed all three death saving throws and was on the verge of being lost forever, and ran to the cabin where Travosi, thankfully, was able to cast Revivify and save him. Seeing Zal okay, Peach and Demi charged forward after the two hooded figures whom had scooped up the portable hole, sealing Morton within it. One of them began to face the party down while the other attempted to escape with Morton seemingly as a bargaining chip. The party put in some incredible effort in an attempt to stop these figures, but they managed to get away. Before we closed, a very sad message was sent from Demi to Morton as Peach jumped into the water in pursuit, desperate pursuit, in an attempt to identify where the air enemies had gone to see if they could track them down and find their companion. And so we find all four individuals in or around the barge. In the dark of night, fog surrounding you all. How do you proceed? I swim to shore. Uh, I believe I'm swimming with uh, with Peach, yes. Okay, so Travosi and Peach are together. Adam, where's Zal? Uh, Zal is still where he is on the map. He's on the other side of the uh, the uh, throne, which was right there. Okay, so he's and standing on the throne. Yeah, he's going to kind of stumble away from the throne and try to look around the boat because he doesn't really know what's going on at this point. Okay, roll perception. Okay. That's right, we have to roll dice in this game. I seem to have forgotten. Don't worry, guys. The dice gods are not on my side already. Oh, good. Um, perception. Uh, that is going to be a 12. A 12. Okay. Uh, you see Demi standing across the way. You see the shattered remnants of this very large crate. And you see this black throne tilted on its side very clear as the light of day even in this fog to you and your close proximity is a black hand palm upturned with these long grasping claw-like fingers and a maroon inverted triangle emblazoned upon the palm right in the head of the throne you hear uh. 
Peach and Devrosi in the water, though you can't quite see them. They've already made some distance from you as they swim towards the shore. And uh, it's all kind of stumbles out seeing seeing Demi over there. Uh, where's uh, where where is everyone? Ah. Um. So. So where she was last left, uh, she just got that last sending from Morton. So I'm going to say, if you'll allow Josh, before Zal gets to her, she's fallen to the deck of the ship. Absolutely. On her yeah. I mean... And crying. She's just sobbing. Um, so if that helps you with your, with your, where your, how your approach is, Adam. Adam is uh, a yeah. step forward demos. <laughs> I feel like Zal is still kind of stunned a little bit. He's like, where, where is, um, Demi, what's wrong? Um, they took Morton. They, um, um. They and couldn't Z get the throne, so they took Morton. <sighs> um, and Zal immediately turns and just closes his eyes and just quietly under his breath you you can just hear him go mother i need you more than i've ever needed you in my entire life in this moment please please help me this once please are you casting anything with that nope i am calling to her as as passionate and as as anything i can to her just to intervene in some way you feel remorse and sorrow reflected back at you and uh all he's he's kind of probably gonna just keep begging in his like quietly and I please 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 I have nothing right this second please help me that's what he's gonna do Demi will continue to cry for a little bit if you want to check with the two on the shore yeah <laughs> to the two swimming towards the shore. Um, and I'm I... just going to, before we start there, I am going to put on just a general trigger warning for fairly heavy subject matter in regards to a person has been taken against their own volition, uh, and we will be dealing with the repercussions of that uh, for them and for the people who care about them. So, mm -hmm. Sorry, go ahead, guys. No, yeah, I think once we uh, reach the shore, I'm just going to turn to Peach and say, begin your search. Uh, and then I'm going to fall to my knees and cast Augury as they search. Okay. So, um, Button, how do you want to proceed as you hear that from Travosi? Travosi will return to you and your spell in a second. The river uh, heads northwest and southeast. That is correct, okay. yes. Uh, they will start by heading southeast. Southeast, down the shore. 
Okay. Now you are on the, basically, the southern shore, the southwestern shore here, where it stands. So you'll be heading kind of, you said southeast, is that correct? Down the shore? Mm -hmm. down river. Uh, the way the boat came. The way the boat came. Okay, so you will be heading yeah. downriver. Um, go ahead and make a survival check for me. Okay, uh, 17, I think, plus one. Uh, plus two, uh, 19. 19. You spend 15 minutes doing a very thorough scour, and with a roll that high, you're quite certain they didn't make sure here, at least in this direction. They will head the other way. The other way, okay. As you make your way back towards and then head up River Travosi, what does your spell look like? Uh, so I think it's just, um, so the way that augury works is the idea of wheel and woe for good or bad results. So I think Travosi actually has coins that have the signs on them and she takes them and she prays as she shakes them in her hand and then she casts them down onto the ground. Uh, and the signs that turn up are what the results are. Now, I, I do need the question to go, go for it that, from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The question is, um, well, rather, it's a, it's an action uh, that I put forward, which is searching for Morton. Uh, so I center that in my mind, and then I cast them down to see if we would be successful in finding him in the next 30 minutes. And it took you one minute to, in the next 30 minutes? Mm-hmm. What do the faces of the coins look like? What is wheel and what is well? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, I think wheel is uh, just the image of the sun. And uh, woe is... Um, mm. Let's go for it. Woe is the image of uh, Weejoss. Weejoss, okay. The flaming skull. As you toss the coins down, the first coin lands flat. The second coin lands on top of it, and it spins on its axis between wheel and woe straight down, spinning in a circle for several seconds before toppling over to the flaming skull. I will gather them back up. Okay. Button, can I get another survival check from you? You do see now as Peach strides past you head heading up river, Devrosi. Peach. Mm -hmm. You can continue your search, but it may not be worth it. I have to try. I'm going to keep going. And I rolled the six. You spend a lot more time. You keep getting false leads, trails coming away from the river that you chase inland a little bit, only to find out that they're animal trails. But after about 30 minutes, you're quite certain that they didn't come out on this shore. I think I'll come after Peach at that point, after they take a while to come back. Okay. Peach, we will find your friend. 
but not today. All is not lost. We still have the thing that they want. Do you think that it's something Morton would want us to exchange for him? And they're going to head off to keep looking. Okay. Where is the next direction you're going to head? Inland. Uh, so, uh, west. So you're going right? to go westwards. Okay. Mm-hmm. Roll a survival check for me as you begin to break in. Oh my god. I rolled a one. Not only do you not find Morton, you find yourself hopelessly lost. It takes you an hour or so to gain your bearings. Eventually find yourself back at the shores of the river drum. Peach would uh, like to scream. Um, and then just mild content warning, they'll keel forward, hands on their knees, and vomit. And then work up the courage to return to their friends empty-handed. Okay. We're going to jump back to the ship. It takes Peach about two hours to return. Dravosi, are you with Peach for the second portion of their search? Or do you head back to the ship before? I don't think I am with them for the second portion, but I think that I stay on the shore and wait for them to return. Okay. You do see the red-clad, golden-haired figure of Dravosi as you make your way back down towards the shore, Peach to where you came ashore an hour or so ago. Back to the barge. 10 minutes, 15 minutes pass. Um, I think at about like the 15, 20 minute mark of, um, Demi crying. Um, You know that kind of like really exhausted feeling you get after crying for too long? I think that's just starting to set in on her shoulders. Um, And if there were anyone around, um, they would watch as the tears that are falling on the deck begin to ice before they hit the deck. Um, and there begins this sort of crack, um, like the cracking of ice as it starts to form in her hair. Um, and she begins to stand, um, and walk away from Zal to another side of the ship, um, so that she can cast sending um I would like her to close her eyes and focus on the most unfortunate note she has ever had to find 
Um, I would like to message Scarin. You are able to find it. Okay. Um, so she'll find it, and then she will speak with a surprising amount of ice in her tone. You and your organization have made a terrible mistake. I'll find you. We were listening. I'm not anymore. Not until your brotherhood gives Morton back. And that is 25 words, Josh. There's a moment's pause. Another moment's pause. 15 seconds or so. And then you hear a response. Morton, you say. This is very interesting information you've given me, Demi. Last I checked, you were headed towards Neildra. Perhaps it's time we met once more. She doesn't have any more sendings, so he's going to have to message her if he wants a response to that. Nothing for now. I think when Demi is like walking away, I think she probably would have seen Zal um, with the Ossus anchor in hand punching the deck while he's still saying please and just saying please, 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 and like banging his fist on and like it, a little bit of a content warning. Uh, his knuckles are like bloody at this point because he just keeps repeatedly hitting it saying please and tears are just streaming down his face. Uh, and after probably probably after like 30 minutes he just kind of collapses on the deck just in a heap of just tears and exhaustion and muscle fatigue because I don't have muscles right now. So still in that weakened state alright your message concluded with Skarin and with Zal kind of curled in one corner weeping, hand bloodied eventually Peach and Dravosi return from that sort of southwestern shore, the western shore of the river Dra. It's the late hours now, 2 a.m. or so. How do you proceed? Has everyone returned to the barge at this point? Correct. Unless you have anything you'd okay. like to do in that period. No, that makes sense to me. Demi will get Bims at some point. But that's it. 
I think once everyone has returned, uh, Dravosi will stand in front of them all and uh, say, You've lost a friend. I cannot presume to offer you anything in this time, but with rest I may be able to look in on him. Beyond that. Your friend will come back. But I believe his return is dependent on your continuing this journey. I know that that is difficult. He said a very similar thing. Who? What? Morton. Wait. How did... I messaged him. He said that we shouldn't worry and that he would be fine. Huh. And uh, that we had a throne to take care of. We do have a throne to take care of, but we don't have a throne to deliver. You're not giving this to someone. Look at it. I he just made a point at the hand on it. I don't think we know enough about it to decide what to do with it, but you're... I don't want to give it to someone that I don't trust. I don't trust anyone. Is there anyone else that you can conjure up that would be looking for this? Looking for it? We believed that your Scarin was mm -hmm. waiting for you in Neil Draw for this. Yes. Why would he attempt to intercept it? I don't believe he did. I messaged him too. Um, he was under the impression, which he knew where we were going, uh, so there's that. But he was under the impression that we were on our way to Neil Draw, so I don't think he did. But I don't know any... I don't have any better ideas. Nothing in his journal told me of other ancient groups of assholes. So... I have a friend who will receive us when we reach Neil Draw. Perhaps he can help us. If... We reach Neildraw. Where could I reach Neildraw? And Zal at that point just kind of quietly walks past all of you guys towards the, like the back. And uh, for Dravosi and Peach, you guys can definitely see that there's blood dripping out of his hand as he's just walking past. Peach will um, follow him and burn all of their uh, lay on hands. So you get... Uh... I can math. Uh, it's actually so it's, it is just five. it is just five button at this level. So each one of those it's represents five, one hit one point. at a time. Oh, so each no, one of those represents one hit point that you can restore. I've been doing this wrong. I'm so sorry. You get five. 
in the past. I apologize. No, you're good. I missed it too. Okay. Math 35, guys. I'm just, I'm looking That's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they're gonna um just still holding on to Zal's hand for a moment. Say. Glad you're up. I owe you a lot. Thank you. And he just kind of smiles and squeezes their hand and uh, kind of just goes in the back and Zal is laying down and just going to bed. He knows there's other matters, but he can't. He just can't be there. So, we are currently stuck. She's going to talk to Dravosi since they walked off. Mm. Any ideas? Well, I suppose one of us might need to try to figure out how to pilot this. And she'll gesture to Molly. Yes. Unfortunately, the person that's good with animals... uh, has left for the time being. Um, but uh, I I manage with Bims, so I can try. Although I cannot see at the moment. Peach is going to return to Dravoti uh, <laughs> and um, Demi now that Zal has gone to sleep. Um, I think we should only sleep one at a time. I think we need to watch this thing. It's a good idea. I think that is wise. As I mentioned before, I can see your friend, but I will need longer rest than simply a few hours. That's fair. But I think that is a wise decision. DM, about what time is it at this point? By now, I said it was about 2 a.m. when you reboarded the ship. Conversation all, 2.30, 3 o'clock. Now, some okay. of you are halfway um, through, but given the interruption, I probably mm-hmm. have to restart that rest at this point. Mm-hmm. That eight-hour window. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Josh, what does death do to a long rest? Does it does it make it like just happen? Because that'd be great. Uh, no, it's oh, even more physically taxing. <laughs> oh, I thought it was the longest rest. That's only oh, if it's the final way. rest. Yes. Unfortunately, you were yanked back from from the astral plane. Uh, or sorry, fortunately, no, sorry. yanked back from the astral plane and then zapped of all my strength. You know, Tuesday, mm-hmm. uh, regular Tuesday. So, what's the plan here, guys? Do you want me to see if I can handle Molly? Uh, Dravosi, you can get your sleep. Demi, you can too. I mean, I think... No, we're not letting anyone stay on watch by themselves ever again. Um... So, that's fine. Um, Dravosi, why don't you go to sleep? Um, and... 
we will work on getting this moving. Please wake me if you need anything. Of course. Okay. Who's taking the reins, so to speak, with Molly? Peach? Peach. Animal handling check, please. E D D D uh, 13 plus 2, 15. Not bad. You recall watching Gust with this long switch-like thing tapping the water. And you see it still sitting, tucked in this little leather holster. And it is a long, it's not like a whip. It's this long corded piece of leather that maintains this sort of arcing shape with a flat paddle at the end of it, kind of like a fly swatter shape. Yeah, like that, uh, like a reed. And you kind of hit the water. It takes a few times for you to get it, but Molly does and it kind of begins to shift in the direction as you hit the water before it did the captain actually do anything as far as the boat moving not that you are aware of no in the and you okay. spent two days on this vessel before the secured as it stands so you're about like... five days out from neil draw give or take Cool, 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 cool. Um, it's gonna stand on the deck and have a drift globe out and watch the throne. Perception for me. Okay, I also have bins. You do have bins. <laughs> so he rolls. Mine wasn't. Oh, actually, that's not bad. So twelve plus. Where are you? Five. So seventeen. And then, are you rolling for him or me? Yeah, I went ahead and rolled for him for now. Okay. Cool. Okay. Um, 12 plus 5, 17. And he got 17. a 15. Okay. With his modifiers, I believe. As he kind of... He can... S in fact, in the moment, in the quiet, and in the intense emotion, raw emotion that you are currently feeling, as you stand there, you can feel it reflecting back from Bims and he kind of curls up on your shoulder normally even at night he darts around gets into things just generally causes Bims chaos but yeah. he's completely somber nestled up against the back of your head around your neck it's okay Morton is very strong, um, and we just will go get him uh, in a bit. Once I figure out where they put him. <laughs> so. Morton strong. That's right. Demi strong. So he would say, <laughs> yes. I'll figure it out. That's that's my thing. Yeah. Okay, you look on that side, and I'll look on this side, and hopefully nothing else will jump out at us. He readily listens and 
through your watch. How long are you guys holding this watch? Are you doing it for all Ooh. eight hours now as Dravosi attempts to sleep? Yeah, uh, all in Dravosi's sleep. Sure. So okay. I'm going to have you guys roll exhaustion for, or take a point of exhaustion. Tell you what, make constitution oh. saving throws for me, actually. Con? Yeah. What is my con? If... Ooh. Is that bad? Uh, Where's my con? Oh, well, I don't have a great modifier. Uh, 15. Okay. Plus, I can't math. 17. Okay. You both managed to fend off despite being worn, beaten, tired, and sleep-deprived. You don't fall to the encroaching strain upon your muscles to the extent that it feels like it will be too impactful on you. The sun does rise in the early hours of the morning. The fog begins to burn off as the sun comes up. It's initially a haze-covered orange orb. And as the sun burns off of the atmosphere above, it stays, remains, floating over the water, coating the reeds. You hear a few birds chirping quietly in the distance. Herons among the reeds start to move, a few taking flight as their wingspan stretches out above you and soars overhead. It is several more hours before you're confident that your companions have gotten the rest they need. So do I get a long rest now? You guys can get a long yeah. rest and rise if you'd like. Sorry, thank does you. My, does my strength come back? Your strength does come back, yes. Oh, thank the lord. Oh, I need to up mine again, too. You feel you the too? sapping effects. Whatever had been done to those daggers and done to your form, beginning to t return during your sleep. Just double check and... something here. Yeah, go for it. As we rise and wake, I think I will go and sit by Zal and uh, say, death is not an easy experience. Are you all right? Um, Zal kind of just takes a moment. I don't think there is an all right anymore. I think after you see something like that, it changes you as a person. What did you and see? Everything and nothing, if that makes any sense. I saw the the stars. I saw, I, I think, honestly, a god in front of me. I, um... I felt every bit of me ripping apart. And then I saw you. So, uh, thank you. I, uh, <laughs> I owe you my life. <laughs> uh, and I am going to 
place a hand on Zell's shoulder and uh, stay silent for a moment. And then I will say, um, it is simply my calling, but I am glad that I was able to be there. I can't lie. I, I'm happy you were there too. <laughs> um, and uh, Zal is going to reach in his pack and bring out the book that he was reading the day before. And since I'd finished it, he's going to hand it to her. And probably at this point, you can see where his knuckles, where he punched a ton of times, it's scaled up a ton mm. across his knuckles. Um, I. I finished this yesterday. Figured you might want to give it a once over. Uh, Thank you. If, um, no, not not yet. Um, can we talk a little bit later? I just need to get my head on straight, if that makes sense. Of and course. he kind of just. He's, he's awake, but he's just sitting in bed and just thinking about everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. Travosi, you can add the savage sects of the Amedio jungle to your I inventory. I got a book. <laughs> Hell yeah. Feels that's, good. That's how Demi is every time she gets books. <laughs> we like I books. I got a book. Book. <laughs> Nerd parties are best parties. Ten out of ten. Um, Book level up. Are they Nerds. awake now? They're awake now and they're out. Yes. Are you and guys about? coming out and about onto the? Uh, I think Zal is. Travosi uh, is, but I think Zal isn't. Yeah. It just takes Zal a little bit longer, but he'll finally make his way out. Even though he got a long rest, he still looks rough. Like he Demi, look... Demi is going to uh, when Dravosi walks back out, switch places and essentially go to sleep. Mm. Okay, Demi heads straight to bed. Peach. Um, they'll keep guiding it. Keep guiding Molly. Okay. Travosi, Zal, Peach, you have Demi's eight hours of sleep now as you guys begin to adjust your sleep cycle. I am going to say you've got now about five days of travel, four nights or so, to Neil Drum. Um, just because of the complexity of it, we'll f say that you guys get your sleep schedule figured out to the extent that you can take on two-person shifts for the next five days. Um, and we'll roll some perception checks through that. But there, are there any specific things that you guys would like to accomplish or achieve or do? And I... Button, let me know if you're not sleeping, period. Um, they will sleep if someone else wants to guide Molly. Okay. Otherwise, they won't. Mm -hmm. I can. Okay. On the once we figure out sleep schedules, I will mm -hmm. do that. Saul would happily do that. Whatever. We'll say based on kind of it's actually very very simple. Uh, it's mostly just uncomfortable sitting on a big hairy lump of monster uh, for eight hours at a time, but. It's just hitting the water in front of you and Molly happily. Occasionally she pauses to scoop up these weird, it's just slime 
and goo from the bottom of the river lifted into her mouth before kind of trotting along again. She doesn't ever Peach seem will to... definitely feed her scones every once in a while. <laughs> okay. You're like, are you like throwing it into the water and she just like opens her mouth and like... They will like crawl up to her head and like slide it down her nose. This big purple tongue kind of... When you hang it over, it kind of lolls out and these these kind of rested nostrils up in the face flare and there's these puffs of warm air that are released and then the tongue kind of lobs upwards and almost reaches for the scones as you place them upon Molly's tongue. And they coil around and... Demi would like to ask Dravosi about her friend that she keeps talking about. Please. Where exactly are you suggesting we go? My friend. His name is Mabanon. He works in the catacombs with those who worship Ouijas. Oh, and you trust this person? Implicitly. That's helpful. You'll have to convince Peach, though. Of course. And I can try to see your friend now, if you would like. I would. I'm I'm not sure if I mean I suppose uh, information is better than none. It is up to you. Yes, I've heard that before. Um sure. I would like you to check on Morton. Do you there is a chance that he will understand what is happening, and I will have no issue. But in the case that he does not, do you have anything of his? Anything of Morton's? I don't think so. Um, I mean, I keep a lot of our things, but I don't... don't keep very many things of Morton's. Morton doesn't have many things. He's not a... He's not a material person. Um, I... This is not his. Um, but I... I have this... It's a piece of obsidian glass that we got from Granny Nightshade's lair with his, like, staff deal. Okay. Do you, um, I don't know if this will help, but... I mean, this was something I picked up from a rather traumatic experience we had. Dealing with his, um, destiny. So. Anything helps. This is probably the best I have. I'll let you count that as a possession. So that's a minus four sure. on the DC. Okay. Morton can also choose to fail it, yeah. or fail it if he wishes to. Mm -hmm. But go ahead so... and let me know what this looks like. 
Yeah. The, first of all, the normal save DC is 16. So if I had a minus four to that, the save would be a 20. Is that how that works? Uh, I'm sorry. What What was the DC? I would 16? have a minus four to my save. Oh, you have a minus four. Yeah. Okay, absolutely. Correct? Um, that is correct. Yeah, you would yes, make the spell. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what does the spell look like? Uh, so Dravosi has a focus from her years gone by, as it were. Um, she has learned to perform a lot of her prayer and magic without the focus, but when she scries, she still uses it, uh, and it is a small emblem that she takes from the folds of her robes. Um, it has a symbol of the sun on it, and she holds it in her hand and begins to just circle it with a soft motion with a finger, quietly breathing, centering herself. She thinks of uh, Morton, thinks of his face because she has met him, and reaches out to try to find his essence. Morton. I won't describe where you are right now. But you are conscious. And you are on the prime material plane. And as you begin to be tugged forward, you sense something. It's strange at first. A raging celestial torrent of energy that takes you by surprise for a moment but then it settles in this is Dravosi do you choose to fail or would you like to make a saving throw I think if I can uh, feel that it's Dravosi I wouldn't try and stop it for any reason okay Travosi, your spell Mm -hmm. settles in, and you see Morton standing on an endless plain of red dust. A single hooded black figure strides before him. A chain of silver runs from his hand down to a pair of strange glowing manacles wrapped around Morton's wrist. As your vision shifts past Morton to behind him, they are just beginning to step away from a shattered glass mirror. Um, I am able to hear as well. Is there anyone speaking at that moment of scrying? Silence. All that you're met with is the sounds of a cold wind kicking up dust around them. I... We'll watch for a few moments and then I will drop the spell. Okay. Lifting my hand from the focus. Morton, as you now glance up, you see that golden light floating as an orb not ten feet for you from you. 
it moves along with you and you can sense Dravosi before it blinks out. Okay. Just so I know, I'm not like covered. My face isn't like covered. Your I can see where I'm covered. No. Okay. Your hands are bound. Mm -hmm. You have no idea where you are. Figured. Uh, before the orb like dissipates completely, if I could see it. Yeah, you can. I'll just sort of like nonchalantly look towards it. Uh, and there is a not forced but very small grin. With that Dravosi, you find yourself snapping back hundreds, thousands of miles as you're suddenly returned to this plane. Demi, standing before you, a fairly warm afternoon, the mist cleared off the river draw. Uh, are you alright? Yes. That is, uh, never an easy thing to do. Um, he is alive. He is in a place that, if I am correct, Josh, even I do not recognize. No. They seemed to have used magic to travel far from here, very quickly. I saw pieces of a shattered mirror. Yes, that does seem to be their thing. Some sort of plane of dust. Red, unhospitable. But he... He looked well. Really? I think he was... He's a very strong person, isn't he? Yes. Yes. Thank you uh, for doing that. That was... Kind of you. Of course. I do not think they intend to keep him hidden. No, I, I, I think they, um, I think they intend to, uh, use him. Um, uh, it's very yeah. short-sighted of them. Yeah. Yes. Really is. You still well, have the most powerful bargaining chip. Yes, and I think I know someone who wants to bargain with us. Hmm. I, I don't think we should give it to him. I believe if we need, my friend will help us keep the relic safe. Wonderful. So, uh, still on to Neil Draw then. On to Neil Draw. 
we're going to have to be very careful not to show that we've brought that throne in and then not given it to its intended. Yes, it's quite apparent that we have it now. Yes. Perhaps we should look into a way of concealing it as we enter. Is this conversation audible? Yeah, I was gonna ask mm -hmm. that. Probably if if people are up, I'm sure that, yeah. Yeah. Peach is just gonna call. We should tell Monastrad people are after it. That way, if it goes missing, it could conceivably be them. <sighs> I could reach out. I was planning on building another box around it. Do we have the stuff to build another box? We'll go past places I can fly over, grab some stuff, and fly back. And there have been enough villages for that, for sure. It's a fairly populated region of the Heartlands. Of course. Carpenters all. Yeah. Each will assist us all as best they can. Yeah. Okay. I will say, I gonna... over the next few days, you are able to collect the resources to achieve a box of sorts. It's a little hodgepodge. It's not, you know, the yeah. kind of consistently same wood crafted thing. It's a series of different planks and panel panels and driftwoods that you assemble from the various villages. It doesn't cost you a lot. I'm talking about 50 silver pieces. Cool. Um, I'd also like to, at some point, pull Peach aside. Um, I... I know these last few days I've been reclusive. <laughs> it's been a lot to process, and um, I met Serdewir in a sense. You, you met him when I. When I um, died, uh, everything went dark, and then in an instant, the world was in front of me, and when I say the world, I mean stars. An endless field of stars and purples and silvers swirling, and... Um, it, I think... At least that's what I can assume is him, or the version of him we can perceive. I don't know how to... I have never experienced anything, and it was the most terrifying, but one of the most amazing experiences of my entire life. And... I don't know how to explain it other than he took the part of me that was in the afterlife and, and held it until you all brought me back. Uh, which I uh, I don't know how to thank you. I was I, just going to say I feel guilty for feeling relieved. You shouldn't feel guilty at all. You, I, I, I'm no idiot. I know where I, um, 
unfortunately expired and where I woke up and you were still holding me. So thank you. Uh, and uh, if there's anything I can do, just let me know. I, I owe you a debt I don't know I'll be able to pay. You don't owe me anything. Um, just don't go seeing him again anytime soon. I wasn't planning on it. I'm not going to lie. It wasn't fun. But thank you again. And he kind of smiles and kind of, I I assume it's like a switching of shifts. So he's probably going to hop Peach on. He'll hug him. Oh, he'll hug back. Edge Lord will hug back because every <laughs> throws the coat. No, I'm kidding. Um, and then, uh, one of the days I want to spend an hour, and using the last bit of supplies I have, I'm resummoning Ashi. Uh, it's the all too familiar ceremony. The incense laid out, the candles. The glowing orb of light that manifests in what form, Adam? Um, I think Saul is going to summon him as a sprite again because it seemed like the form that he liked the most because he could talk to people. And Saul feels very guilty for the fact that didn't get to do that what's your passive perception oh my passive perception oh no I'm scared uh, my passive perception's 10 okay you just catch out of your corner of your eye as you're casting the spell a little blue pseudo dragon perched on a box 15 feet away, watching. And then there's a poof of bright celestial light as the wings unfurl and pixie Ashi manifests back on the prime material plane. Hmm. <sighs> hey, Zong. Uh, hi. Um, That's weird. I'm, uh... Every time. I'm a pixie. Yeah, you are. Um, and Zal is is tearing up at this point. What did I do? I, you did nothing. I, I'm so sorry. I um, it was not you did you did everything right and I did everything wrong. And, uh, yeah, it's fine. And Zal just kind of smiles. He's like, I'm just, I'm happy that you're back. And, you know, wipes his eyes. Kind of goes about his business. Zal? Yes. There was a moment where I could not feel you anymore. Hmm. <laughs> 
I, um, I died. I went beyond the veil, if you will. Oh, well, you're a good person, so you would have ended up with me anyway. <laughs> I'd like to hope so, but you've only known me for a short period of time. Sorry, Sean and Park, everybody else is killing me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was really funny. I had to hold it back, too, to be honest. Uh, uh, no, you've only known me for a short time, so... I've done things I'm not proud of. <laughs> well, you've done lots of things that I'm proud of. <laughs> well, I, uh... I very much appreciate that. Uh, I know probably Travosi would want to talk to you now that you can talk, and you probably would want to talk to her. So. Oh, yes. You can have conversations. Just don't. We can talk about you. Okay. Uh, don't make me regret this. <laughs> and he kind Abort of mission. Up. Yeah. <laughs> It kind of like lifts up and lands on Zal regrets shoulder. everything. Just snap him out again. Just snap him out again. Uh, no, uh... <laughs> Wait. <laughs> um, do you want me to introduce you to properly? Sure. If okay. you want to. Um, so I guess Zal's gonna go find Travosi. Uh, um, you seek so much knowledge, Travosi, and I'm an idiot when it comes to that type of thing. And um, as is, you know, my pseudo dragon Ashi. I'm a pixie. First. He's ah. a pixie now. Hello. Hello. Speaking poorly of yourself achieves nothing, Zal. Yes, Zal. Uh, okay, I don't need that. That's sorry. Not... I'll stop. You got it. You're doing the thing now. Sorry. He does this when he's a pixie alone. It's lovely to meet you, Ashi. Nice to meet you. I'm gonna hold out a finger to shake. <laughs> Ooh, so polite. Um, I like her. I same. I forget that we can um, communicate telepathically. Yep. I like her telepathically. <laughs> okay. You said that bit out loud. Do you not remember that? Hey. You said, yeah. You do it too. I do. You're not wrong. Um, uh, I but, did not know he could take other forms. Uh, he's not technically a pseudo dragon. He's a guide, a friend that my patron, my mother, gave me to help. This is my um, most sarcastic form. Then, uh, in a strange way, I believe we shall get along well. <laughs> uh, I think so, too. Well, I'll leave you two to get to know each other. Uh, Dravosi, could we talk at some point? Of course. I, I did have some questions, but... I'm going to go relieve Peach so that they don't, you know, fall asleep driving Molly. Wise. Oh, she kind of flits over and lands on your shoulder, Drewosi. <laughs> Familiar talk. 
<laughs> and Zal's gonna go take Peach's spot so okay. he can. Beautiful. Um, Peach would like just every day. We don't have to RP it, but they'd like to message Plum every day. Okay. Um, and um, one night when the stars are out, they will um just spend uh, a few hours um, breathing the way Dravosi taught them to and thanking Sirdwir. Start composing them a poem. Okay. There's that strange feeling of peace that settles in that kind of state as you stare into that endless stretch of stars. Do you know, for a little bit, I was afraid you weren't good. You obviously are. Thank you. Whenever my time is up, maybe it'll be soon, maybe it won't be. Um, depending on what happens, if souls still need guiding and sheltering, I'd like to come with you. Single shooting star across the night sky. It falls behind the horizon. They will, um, at some point, take out their, uh, the phosphorescent paint that they got in the, uh, Swagen Fortress. Wow! And where everyone sleeps. <laughs> they will, uh, just, they're very small, but they will draw the constellations on the ceiling of where everyone sleeps, and then a shooting star. Okay. I'm gonna have you make... A religion check for me. Okay, I feel like I have a minus to that, but I rolled... I'm sorry. ...an 11. I think I do have a minus to that. Yeah, the 10. 10. Okay. With a 10, as you begin to paint, you find yourself writing the stories of the constellations. The three that you recall. And as you are finishing off the story of the coin, a fourth part of the story comes to mind. The rock. As the belt continues its journey across the night sky, it passes above a constellation that shifts drastically throughout the year. Starting as a pillar shape consisting of eight stars, it slowly crumbles flat into a flat array of nine stars before slowly reforming back into the pillar shape. The story tells that as the stars stepped upon the mighty rock, it began to crumble beneath them, and as the stars leapt from the rock, they cast magic, causing the pillar itself to return to its original form.
That's beautiful. All right, each will uh, record that in their uh, journal, and it'll not be addressed to Skarin, unlike everything else. Anything else folks would like to achieve? Uh, oh, I've got all kinds of... <laughs> no, Do okay. I get any tea? Uh, from Ashi? God damn it. <laughs> I think Zal likes you a lot. That is something I've picked up, yes. Oh, you noticed. Yes, I... Ashi, can I tell you a no. secret? I've been alive for a very long time. Oh, yes. you don't look a day over a hundred. Well, I'm grateful for that, because I, I am a good few days over 100, but not too many. Is that a long time for humans? Humanoids? What are you? I'm being awkward now. No, that's that's all right. It's, <laughs> it's a good question, Ashi, and one that I don't have an answer to. Oh, you're like Zal. A bit. He doesn't know where uh, he's from either. I do know where I started. Just nothing beyond that. Where did you start? I grew up in a monastery where I was found. A monastery? <laughs> do you know what that is? Um... A place where a bunch of mons are in stairs upwards. That is a very good guess. Thank you. A bit inaccurate, but... Uh, I tried. It is a place where people study the gods. Oh. Yes. Like Mother. Sal thinks Mother's a god. She is something of it. What do you think, Ashi? I don't know. I think my job is to look after Zal. You do a good job of it? Sometimes I poof into a bunch of dust and then I get stuck someplace else and he has to make me come back but I try it's happened to the best of us <laughs> is that true <laughs> no I am joking oh <laughs> so to say maybe you're someone else is familiar wouldn't that be interesting it would It's been wonderful talking to you, Ashi. Sal's a keeper. Okay, bye! And he, like, fades out. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Totally momming it now. Uh, it's wonderful. Uh, or a little brothering thing, it. Yeah. The only other thing I wanted to do was, because uh, I'd asked Dravosi if one day we could talk mm -hmm. about some stuff. Um, and he's going to make sure that Ashi is busy. Probably playing with Bims. 
Uh, oh yes, probably do, certainly. Probably doing the the cowboy riding thing, this right? Cavalry ring that's been. Set oh, that's up. adorable. Yeah, um, I um. Do you mind if we talk about something a little more serious than me stuttering? <laughs> if you're up for it. I, yeah, hopefully. Um, of course. I, uh... You seem so knowledgeable and so, uh just well learned in this world and it's it's something that is uh, amazing and and uh as he's saying this you see him kind of fiddling with his like scaled over knuckles mm -hmm. how how do you deal with anger the correct way because i've been going through my life a scared kid in a world that was not designed for him, and with everything going on and seeing sorry, I'm doing the thing again. Um Take your time. Uh, I'm uh I'm just I'm angry and all I want to do is attempt to get drunk at the nearest pub but yet I can't do that because of who I am as a person I can't be poisoned it's a whole thing um but it just as a kid I I lashed out when I was angry I grew up in an orphanage so a lot of the time it was running through the streets stealing people stuff out of their pockets that type of stuff as an adult it was bar fights I never had the correct outlet if that makes sense of course if I may speak a bit at length absolutely I spent many years of my life the first 60, in fact, in a small town called Bowwind, in a monastery to the god Rao. The teachings of this god are, as I have said, ones of peace, understanding, reason. The monks who taught me there said that the reason we cloistered ourselves was to achieve reason and understanding, but the more time that I spent there, the more that I realized that these practices and teachings were useless if they weren't used to help others. And so I left. And... I began to see things that made me wish I never had. And with that, at first came anger. A good deal of it. That injustice was leveled against the people of this world. First, that it existed, and 
then that there were people who preferred to keep themselves locked away than face it and help. But the thing that I learned is that the anger, when you allow it to overtake you, simply puts more harm into the world. I couldn't help others the way I wanted to when I let it overtake me. I can't give you any answer for how to control your own anger, though I can show you how I have controlled my own, but I can tell you that if it is between giving in to your anger and making sure that the life in front of you is preserved, I will always choose the latter. I would, um, I'd greatly appreciate you showing me, um, I think, I think it could help maybe guide me on a new path. Um, as you were saying, death is, death is, 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 it changed me as a person. And yes. I can actually talk to you, which is interesting. Quite. But Come with me. Uh, I'm going to take Zal into the sleeping quarter area if we weren't already there. I'm going to sit down with him, uh, have him take my hand and lead him through some breathing exercises that I was taught at the monastery. I'm gonna be breathing. <laughs> we be breathing. We yes. be breathing. Breathe so hard and so good. So hard and good. It's the best breathing Zal you've ever done. <laughs> but a peace does settle in despite your DM's idiocy. Um, as you take a moment, at first of maybe a little hesitance, but following Dravosi's lead. Um... And like a after that, I think Saul would kind of. I kind of get it, not to the same level, but I kind of understand. Thank you. Uh, not only for this, uh, for my life, and for everything you've done for us. I mean. We've only met, what, four days ago now? Five? Uh, it always seems like longer when you have been through certain experiences with others, doesn't it? Very true. Very true. Uh, but I do appreciate you very much, though. You carry your wisdoms all. <laughs> I... And I squeeze his hand, uh, and then I say, uh, I hope that that helped. I think it did. And Doc kind of smiles and, and, uh, heads back out to the, 
deck of the ship. As the door swings shut, Travosi, you see Ashi lit down and land on Zal's shoulder and go, Travosi and Zal sitting in the tree. K-I, and then the door. <sighs> I'm gonna um, pray. Okay, okay. Doesn't need to be. Parker? So there's lots um, going on here, sorry. Yes. Um... So you said they had how many days? So they've got about five days uh, okay. remaining. We'll say, so on the second day, so that would be your fourth day on the river, you do approach a headwaters where three rivers join into mm -hmm. one. Um, mm -hmm. It is fairly clearly marked um, where the river draw continues and you do see a few other barges here heading in the same direction. Um, as you continue northwards. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I was just saying that probably like the first day that they're able to, after figuring out their sleep schedule and getting rest, she will message Oceanus and tell him what happened. Okay. Um, don't know how that'll go. Um, and then, depending on spell slots and how they're days go she will um send to morton as many times as she can to give brief updates on what they're doing not expecting him to respond just because it helps her feel better um so that is what she's going to do oceanus offers to turn the ship around and come back um, and expresses Cute. remorse uh, and asks like four times if he needs to bring the ship back. Okay, so that one day will, I guess, be her just using all of her sendings to tell him not to do that. Um, no. Uh, Are you sure? Oh, I get one word out of that sending. <laughs> one word. No, you get as long as you need. <laughs> one word. I wouldn't out of that waste. One. I, I won't burn your spell slots like that. Please don't. You know, it just. Uh, no, I know. Yeah. Um, no, no. Uh, we're going on to the capital. Just keep doing a job. Uh, maybe don't tell the rest of the crew. I just wanted to tell you. All right. Just, yeah. I can keep it secret. Be safe. She uses a whole sending to be like, can you keep a secret? And then, and then immediately, like, as she says that, can you keep a secret? And then because she knows it's her last sending. I'm just kidding. Because you still owe me a story. So, I'll come back later. Have fun in Gryrax. You kind of... There's a chuckle in response, if you can chuckle in response and send it. Yeah. <laughs> you know I can keep a secret. <sighs> With most people. Yeah. So. Alright. That's it. She'll update. Him on that. Demi. 
the night that you the night after you breach the kind of three rivers where they can join continuing northwards mm-hmm. you receive ascending from your least favorite note great like a dissonant chord what's up Miss Demi I've done a little digging I think I will be joining you in Neildra. Avoid the school teacher. See you soon. He's getting uh, two words back. Take your time. No, he's okay. getting two words back. It's Captain. And that's it. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it, scaring. <laughs> Sorry. Uh... <laughs> okay, beautiful. Uh, no. Anything else? Mm. I see button. Did you have anything? Yeah, just they um, they know that um, Demi is going to be message. They assume that Demi will be messaging Morton as much as possible. So they are going to go to Dravosi, who mentioned earlier that she could message Manastrad. Um, and they're going to say, if this throne isn't going where she intended, maybe it's a good idea to tell her that people were after it? Of course. And I will cast Sending to Monistrad. <clears throat> That's one of the words, no. Uh, Monistrad. Thieves attempted to take the throne will keep you updated. How are the birds? Birds keep shitting everywhere. Hate it. Stay safe. Uh, Looking forward to details about the attackers. I chuckle a little bit at the response and I say ah, I really should teach her how to handle the birds so that they don't do that but do what? make a mess of the place uh, but oh. I do enjoy using Monastrat a little bit it's one of my vices she's a tough lady I think she can take it yes well, that's Flash a sufficient excuse. It's just Monastrad walking back and forth in a corner covered in bird. But no, I'm Having kidding. to scrub yeah. the <laughs> Trying to find, trying to find Rebosi's stash of ale. Yeah. All, of your, all of your precious books covered in shit. No, no, the only place there's not shit is on the books. It's Everyone, on the books, yeah, the books else. are safe. Yeah. <laughs> the birds, no, don't shit on the books ever. <laughs> Sorry. She'll um, use me next for her spells. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Gorgeous. Rachel just said, thank you. Um, do you think she'll be really mad at us if it doesn't end up at court? Perhaps. Monastra doesn't <laughs> quite seem a person of extreme anger. They didn't even give us a name. It just seems wrong. We don't know what it does. I think you're right. You said you've Some... seen... Sorry. It's fine. Some choices always come with... negative repercussions. No matter how worthy they are. Doesn't mean that it is not the right choice. I agree. I think it's worth it. Just... Just hope. You said that you've seen things before that have hurt people. Did you know right away what to do about it? Never. Were you able to help people in the end? What did you see? I've seen too many years of things for any one story, but... Not every outcome is a good one. But some are. And when they are not, The only thing you can do is move on to the next one and hope that it has a better one. Just another step, and then another. Exactly. Thank you for taking these steps with us. It feels right. Parker, I let it get away from me, but you were attempting to message sending Morton as well, correct? Yes. So you said the first of those days you were reaching out to, um, to Oceanus. Oceanus. Mm-hmm. Okay. The second day, mm -hmm. you are able to reach Morton. Okay. I don't like that specification, but okay. Uh... <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> um, I mean, she, she would be doing this, like, right before she goes to bed. Um. And there's no obligation to roleplay it. If it's just something you're doing, that's fine. But I wanted to give you I think opportunity. She, to yeah, I think she's, I, I like to imagine that she is. Updating him like nothing is wrong um, to make herself feel better um, and checking in on him. And then I think that'll be the beginning of her day. And then if she has a spell slot at the end of her day, I am going to canonically say that she starts sending him 25 words of a, a bedtime story every day. 
<laughs> um, like just a story she knows. So those that does work for that second day, the okay. third and fourth day. Nothing. Nothing. Like nothing, or I'd have to roll for it. Like you can't even like perceive nothing. his note. Okay, that's disconcerting. Would I know if the note was dead, or do I just know if it's misplaced? Make an Arcana check. This is Demi's now doing her own kind of attempting to understand her own magic. Arcana. Yeah. Twenty-two. Okay. As you push outwards through that massive ocean of resonances, you sense it out there. Mm-hmm. Morton's note, but you can't seem to place it as if something is obscuring his location. Something okay. powerfully magic. Okay, and that's by the third day? That's the... the third day, yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. Um. She's going on the... She got the story started, and everybody hates unfinished stories, so Morton will be fine. Um. Oh no, I'm sorry! <laughs> uh... And, uh, uh, she will make sure to update all of her friends about Skarin, uh, having messaged her, um, so that they can talk about that. So, um, I essentially told him to go eat a bag of dicks, but, uh, I don't actually know... Uh, what we'd like to do in regards to that, but I do believe that he's going to be in the capital when we're there. Who's the teacher? I don't know. The school teacher, right? I... I... I can't, uh... think of one in particular. I wasn't much for school. Um, well, I love learning, but I didn't go to school. Um, I imagine it might be something like um, the spider, you know? It's like a code thing. Or maybe we're supposed to literally avoid teachers. Um, <laughs> maybe it's in his journal somewhere. I didn't, I didn't have anything in his journal about a teacher. Um, I did have the thing about the spider. Um, Travosi, do you do you know your friend at the catacombs isn't like, you know, also a substitute teacher, or <laughs> he is a priest? Okay. Uh, Scarin is your enemy, is he not? He is yep. very, very much so. Yes. Hmm. He uh, was using. Interesting. He was using um, Peach's mother as a bargaining chip until we hid her from him, <sighs> and now he's lost that, and now they have Morton. So I don't know, but he didn't know anything about it the first time I messaged him. Told me that I'd given him good information. I'd like to give him a good knife in his chest, but 
you know. Strange that he would give you any information. <laughs> yes, I I think maybe there's more than one group going after this horrible thing. Absolutely. Perhaps we should find out who this is without interacting with them. Yes, I do have a feeling that Scarin is going to find us, though. So. He decides yeah. to be useful, we can't kill him right away. No. We, we can't. can fuck with him. Well, I... it's a if dangerous game. We don't want him to know that we plan on killing him. Yeah, but... Though it's probably obvious. Well... One thing I've learned with Mother is that you need to play the game as much as they do. You can learn the other opponent's moves by playing them against themselves. He also might not actually plan on being useful. Maybe he wants true. to get that throne before someone else does. He's got an ego. Possible. Well, we use that to our advantage. His ego is a weak spot something that you can see, it's something that you can manipulate in making him think that he's stroking his own ego, and that we're playing into his hand, when in fact we're not, we're doing the opposite. Well, knowing you're doing something doesn't mean... He cannot have the throne. Absolutely. Nope. So, either we play his game better than he does, or we avoid him entirely. However, I would like to play his game. I think he likes to scry on us, so he kind of knows where we are most of the time. Yes. We need to get something to stop that, by the way. All of us. We just well, need to kill him. That, I that. think, at this point, um, it might be much bigger than Scarron. There's a big, ugly hand with that triangle on it, on a throne. That's we forever. And we go get your family, Demi. We go get your answers, Zol. That is and a you take down the Scarlet Brotherhood. That is a wonderful pipe dream that we have no idea how to accomplish. Do you even know how to how to how to handle the throne? We don't even know what exactly it does, or if we could destroy it. You're right. We have to ask questions first. Yes. Right, Technically, we could. I don't know everything. What? Technically, we could touch it. We just couldn't sit in it. The dwarves touched it. No, it just, I... The wizard sat in it. I know, I just don't... I don't think attacking it would be a very good idea without knowing more about it. True. Should we see we find out what it is. We find out how to destroy it. We do that. Yes. I do think that Understanding what it is would be important before we take any steps with it. Obviously, this was made for something. If we don't know what that something is, then destroying it may just be inviting whatever that something is. Very true. For all we know, they want it to destroy it. I doubt that. I have no better ideas. I would love to not know what we know and be able to just hand it over for our friend, but um, 
that's not really an option. I think he'd be really pissed at us if we did. He would. Uh, be very, um, disappointed, I think. I don't, I don't know that he would be pissed, but he would be very, very disappointed in us. You ever seen him angry? No, I have never made Morton angry. That I'm aware of. Have you? Yep. When was he angry? Tried to keep him from going after Wanderlude alone. After Wanderlude nearly killed him. That's... Um, I, I mean, I think we all would have done that, so that's not... It surprised me that he'd be angry about that. We cannot trade this throne for him. He will no. not appreciate it. No, we can't. That was never an option. No. It wasn't even on the table. Just reminding. We have to think like Morton. We have to think uh, like... like I, I think I, you're wrong. I don't think we can think like Morton. I think Morton's wonderful, but I think if we're about to play this game, we have to think like Scarin. Yeah. Or someone worse. Yeah. Which, and Zal at this point brings out the Asta's anger, and is just kind of holding it. You know, the thing is, Mother said this is a lock and a key. Mm -hmm. What if that is a lock and a key, too? And it unlocks something. Or you know, there's another part to it? Another part to it that has to be built in or put in, and that unlocks something. Or something is sat upon it and it unlocks something. That is a very good thought. <sighs> so, well, we could push Scarron on and see. Probably would. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> I could just stand on top, lightning lure him into it. Mm, I don't want you standing near that. Wow. Heaven forbid you slip. Okay, I'll, fl I'll fly. Is that better? What if he doesn't turn into obsidian? I don't know. Well, then we have another problem in our hands, and we'll deal with that then. Truth Simply... is we just don't. Mm -hmm. Be careful when you seek to indulge the thoughts of evil people. Yes. You may play their game, but... There comes a point when it simply becomes your game. Hmm. You're saying that from experience? Not my own. We will do our best. Inside check. <laughs> oh no. Okay, yeah, that's valid. I, you inside check whatever Three. you want. <laughs> Inside check. It's <laughs> a three. He has no idea. Can I insight check? Absolutely, Sarah. You can. You can decide if you need to roll deception or persuasion sure. as well. Plus, 
these are character decisions anyway to decide what you insight feel. and button if you f even with a three you can feel not to trust Ravosi. uh insight 21 yes. what are you trying to intuit was it you that played the game and lost or was it actually not you that it turned into your game rather not lost kind of losing <laughs> lose yourself losing yourself in the game mm -hmm. wasn't Travosi. okay well salt doesn't judge we <laughs> I just think you're hot. It's all over here simping. No, literally, it's not, I mean, literally, he is just over here simping, but also Zal's like. The other two are like, all. we met you like five days ago, and Zal's like, well, I'm gonna marry you. That's literally what's happening. Marry um, that girl. Um. Oh, so great. Um. We honestly just have to do our best. So, first step, Neil draw, and your friend. Um, just be aware that we might have a very unfortunate person following us. And unlike Morton, I cannot check. I'll keep so. our eyes out. Yes, well, I don't, I don't know that our eyes will be very good for this, but we'll see. You could always turn out invisible, have him follow us. He touches my dragon, that man will never Speaking no. of the dragon, it watched me bring Oshi back. Regardless. Oh, Bims watched me bring Oshi back and seemed pretty interested in it. He wanted his friend back, probably. Are you happy about Oshi being back? Yes. Yes. I don't know. Mm. Was there something else? Who is that direct? Bims. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure. Curious. Yes. Well, I don't know if you got that from me or just you, but mm, all right. A bit of both. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was close to a full sentence. <laughs> well, all right. We'll see. Oh boy. Alright, on to the capital and your friend. Yes. Are there any final preparations you'd like to make for your approach to the capital? I'm good. I'm just, doing, I'm just doing my breathing exercise every night instead of praying for right now. Ah, shoot. I'm not praying right now. Just okay. On the seventh day, five days after the incident where mm -hmm. Morton was taken and the throne was attacked, you see, as the morning rises, a long, long river valley before you, rising upwards slowly and gradually to either side, or rolling hills covered in sheep fields, small hamlets, and farmland. To the north, you can just see the tips of mountains. To the southwest, what you can assume the northern reaches of the Dreadwood. But as you 
make it through the first hour, you begin to see what Travosi you know to be the city of Neodra. The city itself approaching from the south, the first thing you see is the towering spires of a pristine white castle topped with these blue glimmering slates and these conical conical uh, (laughs) conical sort of roofs along the top. These pinnacles incredibly tall. Dramatic white walls reach downwards stopping at this tall crest which hangs over the river draw itself. Approximately 200 feet up, a cliff hangs over the river draw and the castle sits upon it. The town or city of Neil Draw spills down the hill from the castle that leads away westward from the river, spilling down onto an open valley and then back up the other side. It also wraps around that crest and then along the edges of the cliff, clinging to the river itself as a series of docks and industrial kind of regions set along the river itself. Smoke rises and the sounds of cities fill your ears as you get closer and closer. People calling, hawkers bustling here and there. This city is massive. Several of you are familiar with it. Demi, Zal, actually, I'm sorry, just Dravosi is familiar with it. Demi, Zal, this city is far bigger than Gryrex and far more impressive. And with that description, we're going to take our 10 minute break. Oh, we'll rejoin the cast in that. 10 minutes. We- now, you are currently approaching from the river. You've got a little bit of time. If you have any preparations you'd like to make, you see barges pulling up along these very similar docks to those of Tyrant's Landing. The city sprawling out along the western shore of the River Draw. How would you like to proceed? Uh, reach out to my friend Mavadon immediately okay. uh, just say cast sending center him in my mind Mavadon we've arrived is someone meeting us or are you I have sent one of the clergy look for A halfling, sorry, in the black and white tabard. I look forward to seeing you. My boy. Okay. And I will pass the description on to the rest of the party so that we can look out for this individual. Did he, did they give a name? Uh, they tend to work in discretion, but the, uh, the clothing is unmistakable. 
Okay. And you see now there are a number of small rowboats, even a few fishing boats with little masts on them, but they look to be made to kind of cut back and forth across the river. You do see a small village on the far side of the river, though there's no bridge across to get to it. Um, And you do see other barges dotting this river, some of them moored up, sitting there with no tug, so to speak, to pull them, others still being moved in and out. Sean, stop it. (laughs) Up a river without a tug? I got you, Sean. You're muted. (laughs) I got you. Okay. It's about, about to be a Sorry, tugless continue? campaign. Oh, man. How will we survive? Can't get by without a tug. How do you guys want to proceed? <laughs> I could do it. Too. Oh. There it was. There it was. I that needed was that one. That was it. They said they're receiving us. Are we, we're not leaving this throne on this barge. Or are we? If we are, then more than one of us should stay with it. Yes. If one of you would like to come with me to meet Mavadon, we can discuss next steps while some stay behind to guard the throne. I can go. Whatever anybody wants. Last time I got at the throne, I got my throat kind of, you know, taken away. Uh, So. Do you want to handle next steps or? I'll handle whatever you guys need. I don't know the plan, but you've been in contact with We me. don't have a plan. Oh. We don't have one yet. I... Up to your discretion. Tell me you seem more apt, like you know what you want to do, so I think you should go. I will go. Watch out for Scarin. Yeah. Uh... Stay safe. When Demi says that, Zal's actually to go and take off his cloak, like his his jacket. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's just in like a shirt and his armor. Just so you know, I'm not gonna put that back on for a while. So if you do see me with this on, not me. Uh, now that nice. we know that, now that we know that he can copy us, mm. Zal's trying to make a distinction from himself to that version of him that he last saw. Not to be mean, he also won't have a starburst in his chest. Yeah. I mean! Yeah, he won't know. That's a good tell, though. I love it. Show me your chest. (laughs) (laughs) And honestly, if he's like, no, I don't want to show you my chest, then we'll be like, it's definitely not Zal. Definitely not. I don't know what you're talking about. Do you want to see my open chest and my scales? What if we ask, uh, how is Kiara? As a code? Yeah, and if they don't respond, dead. Then we know it's him. You know, no two truths. Yes, I feel like I should probably know about this in order to not. Because Vance is dead. It's a friend who passed. Ah. Of course. And the last thing Skyrim would have known was that she was alive and well, so. Wouldn't even know her, really. Well, 
we did say that we went up there, and if he knows the... You know what I mean? Yes. When did this happen? Recently. A week and a half ago? It was like, I think it's like, <laughs> it, it was a week to travel up It was a little week and a half because it was a week of travel. Yeah, it was about a week and a half. And then it took us three days to get back and three days. Yeah. So, like, two weeks ago. Jesus. About two weeks ago. Oh, I saw. You have had a very difficult few weeks. <laughs> it's, a very, it's a very long month for us. Yes. Um. Yeah, so. <sighs> I'm sorry, it is not easy to continue. We have no choice. Do I do? We always have a choice, but we have to make the right one. We basically have no choice. (laughs) Next steps. Yes. So, let's look for your friend. Alright. Stay safe, you too. So, a few points of order. You have done what I assume you at some point checked the captain's cabin. I probably would would have. So there was a body to remove. In there. Nobody ever said anything, so I just left it. Oh, God. (laughs) We've picked his pocket and got our gold back. Uh, Yeah. No. Oh, 110%. He didn't even know that. Or what would you I mean, like to listen, do with that body? I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess. I'll say one of those days Peach swam to shore and buried it. That's fair. Yeah, we we slow down a little bit. Too I'll just fly you to shore. You don't have to swim. Done deal. Okay. Um, I will say before Demi and Javosi leave. Um. Peach will try and fail to uh, cast Bless on them. Hmm. And fail. Oh boy. Level one. Paladin. What does it look like? Does it look like anything in particular, Button? Um, Well, I think um, they don't have holy water, but they'll just discreetly uh, dip a finger in that paint. Um... And just look at it on their finger like it's a star and will it to guide them and just watch the two and see no reaction. Put the cat back on the jar and put it back in their satchel. Tragic. Okay. Now, you are currently pulling up to a dog. Sorry, go ahead, Parker. Sorry, did we see them do this? Button. Hmm. They were, I mean, they weren't making a big show, but uh, they weren't trying to hide it either, necessarily. Uh, could I, could I reason out what they're doing? Intelligence check? Okay. Straight? Straight intelligence? Yeah. So I don't add anything? Please. 19! Cast a spell of some sort? Uh, certainly look like a spell okay so this is when they're leaving right yes (laughs) so she'll reach over and like kind of like uh like just 
squeeze their wrist almost and be like, so work in progress. And she like walks on. Okay. Um, that's what she told him about poems. So as you pull the barge up to the dock, there are a few individuals waiting to help throw rope and line out to this vessel that does not belong to you and is not registered mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. How would you like to proceed? Uh, before we get to the thing, are we going with honesty here? Is that what we're doing? I know. We Yeah, I think we can tell them that we contacted Monistrad, that we were waylaid, and that uh, the captain and his mate are sadly deceased. I think we should be honest. These are not Mavinon's people. These are... These are dock workers, dock. to be clear. Gotcha. I mean, should still be honest that the captain uh, didn't make it. Okay. Why can't any of us pose as the captain? Because he because... comes in here probably a lot, and that's probably that true. seems like a very long yeah. con. For no... And this is a person's life, maybe. I've he has things more. to order. They... She'll look for whoever looks like the most in charge. Okay. When they get there. In this stretch, there is just a dwarven man in fairly common clothing who seems to be pointing folks to throw ropes up uh, and moving towards the tug to help guide it. Mm-hmm. Kind of looks at the name. All right. <clears throat> who are you? Uh, I am Captain Demi Waters. Um, What's your business? What you got? Gotta go. Uh, yes. Alright, what are you reporting? Reporting? What's your cargo? Oh, relics. Antiques. Antiques. Alright. You need me to go get a Gaxibol then? Excuse me? Gaxibold gear was, excuse me, let me get, make sure oh, was the point of contact for the crown that was provided to you. From Monastrad. Yes. The one cool. who is intended to help chauffeur this the rest of the way to the court. Peach will call over. Uh, no, not yet. Sorry, we have to make sure everything is shipped. We have to get it appraised first. Right, all right. Uh, how long are you going to be moored? Um, at and roll least deception for me. Two days. I will do that. But, uh, who? Either of you. We'll say Demi, Demi with advantage, advantage from... <laughs> Can I help? I'm already getting advantage. Um, right? Yes. Eight Result. plus... Where's my de- deception? Yes. Five. So... 18 plus 5, so 23. Alright, very good. So two days. You don't want me to get Gaxibald yet. You're going to have it appraised. Antiques. Mm-hmm. Where's your uh, certificate of ownership for the vessel? Unfortunately, uh, I do not have it. It's not my vessel. I we were laywayed on our journey and the captain is deceased right well then I'm gonna need you lot to stay here and I'll go get the guard shit boys 
safety gets us. All right. This is why I don't. Know he's gonna charm know. person. Okay. I was gonna. I was literally yeah. looking at my spells oh, right as you said no. that. Let's see what I had ready to go. Actually. As he's about to turn to address the other dock war- workers there, and you see a few guards with halibreds and the golden and green tabards with the lion's head just in the general vicinity, not in any specific. They're just on duty in the area. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, she's going to think better of that. She's not going to do that. Okay. What's the plan? He is slowly turning from you. I'm sorry, sir. Can I ask why the guard's getting involved? Well, you just said somebody's been murdered. Yes. Right. So we get the guards. Okay. Do do I have to put a pause in my business? We are Absolutely. here for... Absolutely. <sighs> <gasps> really? I mean, yeah, we need to get a statement from you. I mean, you seem like nice enough folks, but you just rolled in here. Somebody's died. We'll need the guards to check the vessel. Make sure everything's good. All right. All right. Okay. He turns uh, and walks over to a few folks. He gives you an appreciative nod, uh, but does move towards the guards. Uh, He speaks with a few of them. A human approaches, nodding and kind of waving to a few of the other guards positioned down the way who begin to head towards you. And he steps forward. Hello. Hello. I am Neil. How can I help you? I'm sorry. If that's a dumb thing to say. I'm. This is my first day. Uh, that first day. man reported you've had a murder. Can uh, you <laughs> to me? I Pardon? love Neil. Can you? Can you? Is this a guard? This then? is a guard that stepped forward. Yes, it's a human can guard. You... He's got a bit of a mustache growing, and it's kind of brown, and uh, he's a little gangly. Yeah. So, um, yes. Uh, what so that's our new quartermaster right <laughs> so um <laughs> Harry took a guard uh his name is carl um so okay um yes uh we paid for passage up here on this vessel and were attacked in the night and just had to kind of fend for ourselves to get the rest of the way all right. I'm gonna... Steve. I'm sorry? Can you... He calls over to one of the ears. Can you go get Captain Gaston? Uh, that's... Thank you, um, citizen, for being a good citizen. Neil. Good ci- yes. Neil. Yes. Less is more. All right. You're, you're going for intimidation, right? And, like, a strong presence? I yes. don't think so. I think... Just Neil, you're doing great on your not necessarily like, you know, don't don't feel like you have to fill the space. Is is my point? Right. Well, then you great. stand there, and Captain Gaston will be here shortly. I appreciate it. Thank you. Zal definitely leans over to Dravosi during this whole thing. Goes, yeah, remember that whole thing about like peace? This is what she does a lot. She tries to help people like be more confident in themselves. Uh, it's pretty fun. Huh. Everyone but herself. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's a D&D PC mood. That's a, that's a cut. I want cut. that as an audio clip that I could just play <laughs> at times. It's a clip. Every time I text you, just that. Everyone but herself. 
It takes a <laughs> few minutes. Table. The guards kind of discuss among themselves for a little bit um, before returning to the uh, the, the dockside um, and just kind of watching you all. About 15 minutes later, uh, another human rides up with two guards flanking him. Uh, again, wearing the green and gold of Kyoland with a few medals affixed to his tabard. Uh, clean okay. jaw, kind of dusty, reddish blonde hair. Uh, he's riding up on a large black horse. You hear the kind of <coughs> on the cobblestones that make up the moorings here as he approaches. Mm-hmm. Good day. Good day. Uh, I've had a report of a murder. <clears throat> and he kind of hops down and he's a broad shouldered individual, uh, fairly yeah. tall, about six foot two. Kind of steps forward. You are the captain of the vessel, or...? Oh, no. I captain my own vessel off the shore of the Azure Coast. Um, is that Neil? That's Neil. Neil. <laughs> I'm saluting at the... I know, I know, I know. Um... How do you... Anyway, um... So... <laughs> uh, I captain my own vessel off uh, the Azure Coast. Um, we are delivering things to this city and had to get barge up here. Unfortunately, we were attacked in the middle of the night and the owner of the tug and the owner of this boat both um, passed away. Right. All right. Neil, boys, we're going to have the folks board your vessel, Captain Demi. uh, That's fine. Take a look around. Uh, We'd ask that you just stay uh, right here. Uh, Okay. Anything you want to let us know beforehand? Anything we need to be concerned about? And I'm sorry, you said your name was Captain Demi, is that correct? Demi Waters, yes. Demi Waters, Demi... Of the Falling Star. Demi Waters. Yes. Falling Star, why does that ring a bell? I'm Uh, a singer. A singer? Yes. I I don't really like music. Um, Any other other reason uh, I would know you not the heroes perhaps. of salt marsh oh we were you know the heroes of the black isle oh oh the king's been waiting for you mm-hmm. yes we'll be doing that as soon as we um handle our business here good good well yeah. um, as long as you haven't murdered anybody right all right boys no. get on Never uh, and they begin boarding not the without vessel. the crown asking <laughs> uh, they begin uh, kind of taking a look through the ship and perhaps Zol and Peach you should stay close by the throne so that no absolutely it's in a box right it's in a box yeah, I, built a box. A, I built a box around it over the last like four days so but yeah okay oh, As, oh sorry go ahead it's not been lifted say, um, if they're gonna go stand by that since he asked for things to know um we do have a pseudo dragon and a sprite on board. Please don't hit either of them. Um, accidental or otherwise, just letting you know that there are things flying around. Um, and two, um, that cargo is very, very delicate. So please avoid your um, guards possibly manhandling it. What's in it? As it is. Antiques, relics. Hmm, all right. You don't want it opened? No, we would prefer not. I'll have to run it by the crown. Is that? Are you delivering it to the court, or is it going someplace else? We we should be yes, um, but we do have to go by and get some appraisal on it first. All right, I'm 
going to go get Gaxabold or have one of the boys get Gaxabold as well. We'll need to run this by him. Uh, Perfect. Amonestrad um, yeah. should have set, sent word ahead. Monastrad. All right. Yeah. Hi. Gaxabold. And you see one of them who had also come up on a horse, mount his horse and go riding off down slowly, weaving through the crowds towards where you assume Gaxibold is, kind of disappearing around one of the bends on the shore. The crew is going to take a look through everything here. Okay. After a little bit of time, um, some rummaging around in the back quarters, um, the, a few of the guards return and present the uh, like a series of papers um, that they hand over to Captain Gaston, who begins flipping through. So, so, mark, ownership to one Ernst, cargo, antiques, checks out. All right, and when, and he begins taking your statement. Murder, you okay. said, how long ago? When? Five days? Uh, no, wait, yes, five, five days, days ago. Uh, any landmarks where on the river? Oh, I have no idea where we were. Would you recall the Keen Ranch? I'm sorry, what was that? Oh, sorry. What did you say, Button? Just, just before the three rivers merge. The yeah, prior. I was asking if Demi would remember any other noticeable things with Keen Mind or not. It was very, very foggy at that time okay. of night, and there was a lot going on. Okay. So I'm afraid not. Just, Just but before the break, three brands helps. So Wide River, got it. Uh, and where is the corpse? We buried them. Where? I, I, on on the shore, in a in a similar location. Okay. We didn't really specify, but I'd say that we would have marked it in some way, and we would know how many days ago we buried them. He takes that information. And you get the feeling he's not being callous, but he wants all the information. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's a little just abrupt, uh, and he kind of rattles through it. He gets the location of the body that was buried. And were there any other individuals on the vessel with you? Um... Than the two that tried to kill us. There were two that um, were trying to attack the boat, and um, one other with us that was taken. Um, so you're saying there's a kidnapping as well. Yes, although I don't, I don't think you'll find in any registry. Um, he's our family, so we'd be the only ones looking for him. Do you have a name of the kidnapped individual? Morton. Morton. Crumblebunk. Description. Sorry. Right? Um, uh, Fearborg. Uh, like, you know, a, a foot and a half taller than I am. Alright. Um, kind of a, a grey blue. Um, Slim. Very, a little lanky. Um, wearing, like, furs. <clears throat> right. Good. Right, oh, here they come now, and you can see trotting the guard, although you don't see anybody flanking him through the crowd around you until they get very close when the kind of horse pads along and a gnome hops down from behind the knight. 
Hello, my name is Gaxibald. I hear you have uh, some antiques that need to be checked in, reviewed, kept at Demi Waters, is that right? Yes. Alright, alright. Give me a second here. Hello, nice to meet you. Oh, and he Hi. pulls out this book, and it is about as big as his torso. It's very thick, and he begins flipping through it. Oh, you're the one bringing something for the king. Or yes. Someone who works for the king. All right. Uh, this says I should let them know right away. Um, so I'll send a messenger up uh, so that we can get this squared away, right? Um, can I ask that you pause? We would love to handle this quickly, but we do have other business that we have to attend to. And I know that we're due at court when we do this and we're not exactly ready. We did have someone murdered on the way here. So. Oh, that explains some the grace. Some grace would be appreciated. I mean, the safest place for whatever this thing is, is up in the castle. You can have the guards hold it up there if you want. True, but I think, watching. Um, I think that we would feel more comfortable if we could keep it here because we don't want anything to happen to anybody else that's unfortunate. And we've experienced so much with this that we're just trying to make it the easiest for all of us. Roll persuasion. Okay. Where is my D and D Beyond? That is a sixteen plus seven, so that is a big number that I don't know how to add right this second. 20. So I'm stalling twenty three. <laughs> He kind of is like, you see Gaston is standing off to one side and glances at you all, and then he looks back to you. Crown wants this. Like, now. How about I'm tomorrow? Talking... How about tomorrow? It's it's a simple Before, solution. Until the end of the day. I mean, exactly. we have things to handle. It's. It'll only take us just a little bit of time. We just have I a couple things to handle. I can't imagine my court appearance being directly after we just had to sail something unfamiliar for us for five days. Tell you what, he walks up. Guy with the black hair. Lean down. I, I lean down. This is the first time I've leaned down for any character. <laughs> Amazing. Persuade me. Oh, right. Uh, well, I, I don't know if you... And he, he still leaned down. How much money do I have on me? Give me a minute. <laughs> I gotta see this. Um, I I think... Uh, sorry, I don't mean to point this out like so obviously, but I think when you went to talk to me, you dropped this, and I bring out five gold, and I... You... What? Is that all you have? Oh, no, I have a lot more. Oh, I was like, oh my god. I'm not dumb. I'm not giving them all my oh, gold, though. This is my five gold. I did drop this. Now, uh, mm. persuade me. Um, give me a minute. 
because I have a really funny idea. Okay. I have a really funny idea. I've been so tempted to do something this whole time. I mean, but... you guys can do whatever you want here. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, Kill him and take I defer <laughs> to the on how to handle their business, but I do feel like I am like shooting Demi a look like. I'm, I'm looking. I'm... Oh God, do I do this? Do, it. do I do this? Fuck it. He goes, when he says persuade him, he's going to look him in the eye and his eyes are going to do the weird like golden reflection thing. And I'm going to cast suggestion on him. <laughs> All right. Suggestion. Now you need a wisdom saving throw for me. Is that correct? Throw. Yeah. <sighs> Oof. That is a failure, my friend. I guarantee you. Um, okay, so on a failed save, it pursues a course of action. You suggest, to the best of its ability, the suggested course of action continue for the entire duration of the spell, uh, which is up to mm -hmm. eight hours. Great. What's the course um, of action you're going to suggest? So I look at him and I go, you know, it would be great. If we could just have until the end of the day, you know, I know it's you know, eight hours or so from now, you can come grab this, no problem. So what's the specific course of action you want him to take? Let us keep this on the ship for eight hours. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Didn't help me. Don't, don't um, help, don't help. <laughs> somebody just helped one. me. This uh, is my unfortunately, <laughs> it did not help me. Um, uh, so, yeah, that totally checks out, I guess. Great. Um, Gaston, keep an eye on this river cutter. Uh, I'll be back in like a day, I guess, or so. Uh, to get the goods. Okay. Goodbye, friend. And I give him a Bye. big old smile. And he just kind um. of walks away. <laughs> okay, son of a bitch. Gaston looks a little like... <laughs> that doesn't seem right. So, we're leaving things here now? I thought... Whatever, just... Uh, Sorry, he was talking to me. I didn't get to tell you. He's going to leave things here for the rest of the day. We work something out, um, and then he'll be back later to collect. You're more than welcome to leave, you know, like, someone here. Neil's no. very nice. One person. Neil's, nice. Neil's very good. First day, very impressive. Good to know. Um, we'll leave some guards posted. Don't leave the city. Um, and can we get the names of the rest of your cohorts, Captain Demi? Oh, cohorts. Oh, okay. Um, sure. Uh, that's Peach, and that's Zol. That's Stravosi. Peach, Zol, Stravosi. Uh, sorry. Real quick, my name's not Zol. My name is, uh, Garrix. It's Roll a deception. It's a nickname. I don't go by my real name anywhere. I'm not going by my shit. <laughs> What's my deception? Never mind, not shit anymore. I forgot I have really good deception. I don't lie a lot. It's 14. All right. Zol, Zol slash Garrix got it. Fuck me. Nah. Fuck me. The nickname. Too late. All right, just don't leave the city. 
We'll have your names and descriptions with the guards. Okay. Uh, we'll check on the investigation. Enjoy your stay in Neil Dra. Thank you. He kind of gets back on his horse, gives you a nod, Captain, and begins to move down the dock. You're left with just a few guards who are just kind of milling about on the dock watching the vessel. Um, is Neil one of them? Neil is one of them. Fuck yeah. Yes. To, 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 the, hey. to the rest of the group, I kind of nod towards the cabin. Oh, sure. We Start can... heading in there. Yeah, Each will stay out to just keep an eye on the crate. We'll just against the door. Uh, when they get, when they all, the, the three of them get in the cabin. Okay, we have like eight hours because I had. Oh, well. No, 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 no. I had to use that thing that you always tell me not to use, how to do it. Well, here's my thing. Mm-hmm. I just, I know we're supposed to be like better than like the bad guys, but like, do, honesty, really? Is this what yeah, it gets I, I should have just told him it was my shit. I, I don't know why. Could have just said it was my shit. Honest thing. Morton's not even here to look disapproving at me. I know, right? It's Pretty not. Great. <laughs> um, but like, no, so, sorry. but like, I don't know how long it's been, but we have eight hours from whenever I whispered to him that second time. Perfect, we should go. So, obedience. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, Bad idea, bad idea. It is so... Peach and Zal are staying behind and Demi Uh and Dravosi are going to visit. Okay. As you kind of step from the vessel... Dravosi, what's your passive perception? Oh, let's take a look. 18. You would have noticed for quite some time, there is a young man, probably like not even a man, a kid, 13 or 14, wearing the black and white tabard that has just been watching from up on one of the kind of overlooks. Uh... Yeah, the moment that all of that gets taken care of, I think I will just look directly up at him and give a nod. Kind of nods at you. Ushers for you to follow. Demi? Oh, cool. Let's go. Bims. Yeah. And yes, we will follow this person in the robes. Okay. The person in the robes uh, does stand out quite easily amongst the vibrant population, but this black and white tabard, you're not seeing anybody else wearing it. It is black trim with these kind of deep white cuts, no actual symbology on it. It is just the tabard itself. Uh, mm-hmm. This kid kind of moves at a leisurely place, occasionally checking to make sure you're all following as he leads you into the city proper. You move along a fairly large main road. Um, These tall wooden buildings with white plastered walls and uh, like these large wooden beams running along the side. A lot of thatch and this blue slate occasionally. You also see once in a while the copper roofs of Seton, Demi. Uh, As you move along towards um, further into the city, At a certain point, you find yourself emerging on a very wide cobblestone road. It is wide enough for three or four carts to move north abreast, 
Then there are these planters, these round planters with big trees growing straight out of them that are 30, 40 feet tall, casting a little bit of shade. And then there's another stretch for up to three carts of breast to run um, southwards on. And you see this major fur thread, very busy. The kid kind of dips his way between all the carts moving up and down this main road uh, and then disappears down another street heading off westwards from the other side. Now, is this route that he is taking us one that I would recognize? You know you are heading towards the Catacombs District. Cool. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You kind of skirted yeah. across. You know the, the, um, you know the districts. So you have skirted. You've come through the Riverside District. You've hit the Main Street, which runs north-south through the city. Uh, you kind of touched upon the corner of um, Dragon's Stand. Uh, let me double check the name on that. One moment. Cool. Make sure. Right. Ah! Pencil down. Excuse me, the Dragon's <laughs> Mark District. You kind of skirted along the top of the Dragon Mark District, and now you're heading towards the Catacomb District, which kind of runs westward. Up, mm-hmm. it's been a bit of a walk. You've kind of passed along Demi as you look up the towering castle Castle Scody has always been just to the north off to your right sitting up on this hill and the hill runs down you can see the town leading inwards towards this main street and as you cross the main street you head towards a kind of a flatlands and then there is another hill raising upwards and you see structures built into that hill as well the architecture slowly begins to change as you follow this young man who kind of just again continues to make their leisurely pace forwards. Most of the construction here not brand new but it becomes quite noticeable when you walk into what Dravosi you know to be the catacombs district where it was these white plastered walls with these wooden frameworks and thatch and slate roofs. It suddenly becomes old 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 squat stone buildings worn well made but all made entirely from stone with wooden beams across the top it looks much more worn than the rest of the city the streets the cobblestones more beaten down there's plenty going on it's perfectly busy but the aesthetic drastically changes as you are led along through this region We're getting close. As you cross through the catacombs, this kind of fairly gray region of the city, you break into an open square. And before you, cut into the side of this hill, is the face of a temple that runs upwards four stories. Massive columns of this gray granite rock flank openings that lead into the hill itself individuals in different robes and scholarly attire come in and out down these long steps that kind of slope into the square at which you stand the square itself is just a large broad open space there are a few small stands on various corners and in the center there is a um bone white fountain made of some strange quartz like stone that bubbles up a clear water Dravosi you know this to be the temple of the catacombs 
the namesake for the district itself. Mm-hmm. All right. Ready? Sure, certainly. It's a lot. Yes, it is. Quite. The young man cuts across. You can see him already on the far side of the square, heading up the stairs towards the main structure. You follow suit? That is where we will go, yes. Okay. As you walk between these columns, they themselves are approximately four stories tall themselves. But behind them are these cave-like entrances ornately carved into the gray rock that makes up the structure of this hill. There's not a lot of sound or noise barring the sound of humanoid footfalls on open stone. The floor itself is just one flat cut. No tile work, no covering, nothing like that. And as you pass between these columns, you step through one of these cave kind of entryways that, again, also four stories tall and approximately 20 feet wide each entryway. You step through this cut that runs about 15 feet deep and then into a massive open cave. Completely man-made or humanoid-made carved into this stone light reflects gently and lightly off of that gray stone just slightly the cave runs backwards hundreds of feet and you see little offshoots heading deeper into various sections a desk runs along the far back side of the cave across the room from you and there are wooden pew-like seats with backs on them that sit facing that desk, hundreds of them. They mostly seem to be open. A few humanoids sit in them. There is a general hush to the space. Gods aren't really my thing. We're not actually supposed to worship here, right? No. Okay. Well, not us. Great. Good, 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 good. Dravosi would know this is essentially a waiting room. (laughs) It's... It's a little unconventional here, but this is where people wait to be received. Is there a way to skip ahead in line? And as you say I look that, for the, the <laughs> yeah. The young man does not emerge. However, <laughs> a very frail, thin looking bone white tiefling steps from an opening behind the desk. His eyes are jet black, though there is a slight twinkle to them as he casts his gaze upon the two of you. He wears robes that are just slightly off-white from his own skin tone, uh, almost entirely with a long hood that dangles down past to the bottom of his knees. You feel like if he put it on, it would just hang back behind him, His arms are closed in sleeves that also similarly dangle down. The only other coloring is a gentle black trim that runs along the very base of his robes, which swishes along the stone floor. Mm. There are two white horns that go directly up before abruptly jutting backwards slightly, 
the only hair on this individual is a white tuft that kind of poofs from the end of his chin. Dravosi knows this to be Mavinon. And kind of looking more open than Demi has ever seen her, Dravosi will stride forward with like her hands held out. Mavinon. Mavinon kind of approaches and you see as he gets close, the hands come out and they are these long, bony, white fingers with long, long nails, probably about five or six inches long. And he slowly kind of wraps them around Dravosi's hand in greetings. Hello, Dravosi. It has been too long. It is so good to see you, friend. Yes, yes. What brings you here? You sounded quite... Oh, and who is this? This is a new friend of mine, Demi Waters. Demi. Hi. Nice to meet you. I am Mavinon. Nice to meet you. Now, what is it you would like to discuss? I... I wish I was coming with more joyful news, Mavinon. Is there somewhere more private that we can talk? Um, we can go up to the balcony. Um, certainly, all my quarters are near the front. Certainly, there's there's meeting rooms. Uh, one of course. moment. Sean. Hmm. Sean? Yes? You see, from your position, seated in the wooden pews, which you have been sitting in for days, being sent home at night, only to return again. Two individuals stride into the room, led by one of those little children who keep running in and out of the the temple. Mm -hmm. You see who you I have not yet met, but have identified as the leader of the catacombs, step yes. forth from the first, um, for the first time making an appearance. Somebody that you've been asking to see for days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He greets these strangers. There are some hushed words shared between them. And then he turns and begins to lead them towards the back of the catacombs. Okay. Trying to, as best he can, contain a bit of outrage in this very quiet, very uh, important place. Uh, He will stand up and say, with all due respect, I think this is absolutely ridiculous. And you hear, like, there is one person off to your left who's like, shh. Mavinon, however, stops and slowly turns to look at you. And do the others turn? Yeah, Uh, what do we see? You see, Sean? You see a standing roughly 6'2", this dragonborn individual with these bright white scales as pristine and white as new fallen snow. They look immaculately cleaned. Uh, This figure is draped in these ornate green and gold of the city robes. 
um, with the insignia of these cities on them. Um, standing, you know, tall and proud, and a single golden monocle hanging or in his uh, right eye as he stands with this small gentleman's cane at his side that is resting his hand on and keeping most of his weight on. Yes, what, what is it? I, <clears throat> looking back to everyone who shushed him, I have been waiting here for a few days now, and all I wish is to see a few of your archives. These two waltz in and they're greeted with open arms. This seems a bit unfair. What is it that you seek? It's me? Throws, he's curious. <laughs> I simply wish to research. <laughs> Looking a bit like befuddled that you spoke up. I'm What is your name? I... Oh, you must forgive me in the excitement. I forgot my manners. Uh, I am Salvatore. Titus Salvatore Calvernia Charlemagne the Seventh. And he bows. Uh, and lets his, like, side cape sort of brush out a little bit. Very good. Well, I am immeasurably sorry that my people have kept you waiting, Salvatore. Um, I can assure you that we will grant you access to the archives. Uh, follow me. We're headed in that direction. Um... He just looks back to the crowd that just shushed him and goes, hmm. <laughs> 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 Oh my god. Turns out yelling does get you in your way. <laughs> wheel catches the oil, I assume. <laughs> you do note. Um, she said that out loud. <laughs> you do note that yeah. Mavinon did clock <laughs> the green and gold robes that Salvatore mm. is currently wearing. And there is a slight acknowledgement. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Right, this way. Um... And he leads you slowly and gracefully, barely making any sound himself, which you find to be quite impressive because the clacking of Salvatore's um, cane and the footfalls of of Travosi in all of her eye armor kind of like they echo quite loudly in this hall, mm -hmm. especially with how quiet and somber it is. Mavinon leads you back past the deck, this desk down this large stone carved hallway and as you pass through you see these intricate carvings running along the walls this hallway goes back about 60 feet and you see again these carvings all along the walls before two open openings manifest one directly forward leading into a large room where you catch the glimpse of stacks upon stacks upon stacks of books. These black and white robed figures are darting between going <laughs> up and down the stairs. Mavidon turns and looks to Dravosi and Demi and says, uh, if you'll step this way, and he gestures into a side room. I can't is... go with the book. No, it's fine. Are you all right? I just, um, that's a lot of books. Ah, uh, yes, the archives of the dead. It is what I believe oh. Mr. Salvatore wishes to 
spend some time looking at. Oh. The librarian he, will help you, Mr. Salvatore. Proceed. He doesn't even, he doesn't even hear this guy. He's just going, I've dreamt of paradise so many times, but I never thought I'd get there. I'm so <laughs> jealous. I... All right. Another time. <sighs> yes, another time. Thank you. I it's just I don't know what to say. Thank you enough. Check with the librarians and know that there are rules. Uh, at this point, he'll actually notice the other people he's walking with for the first time. Um, and he'll just sort of curiously like squint his eyes towards Demi. Hello. May I help you? Your hair. It's much like the oceans. Forgive yeah. me if this is too forward, but you wouldn't happen to be Demi Waters, would you? I am, yes. Why Why do you ask? One of the heroes of Saltmarsh. I must say the court is absolutely abuzz with news of your coming arrival. I did not expect you to arrive today. Uh, yes, um, finishing up some uh, some urgent business before court appearance. You know, can't, can't go looking like this. Um... Salvatore, was it? Uh, Salvatore, yes. Wonderful. And and you're part of the court? I'm a meager consultant for the court. I uh, take present there sometimes to help them deal with things and uh, more of a historical buff, if you will. <laughs> oh, wonderful. I have quite a few things that I would love to talk about um, for someone who actually likes history. Um, but... Uh, Indeed. I've how, heard how, quite a bit of stories about your little group, and I'm curious to find out just how many are true. Um, all of them, and some more you haven't heard. Uh, so maybe we could um, have a mutual beneficial uh, relationship at some point. Um, do you enjoy the books for me? Indeed I will. Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> and he will stroll to the nearest library. Okay. You are met, and a conversation <laughs> begins where they thoroughly query what you are asking for. Charlemagne, or excuse me, Salvatore, as you look around the space, the front area, and again, this is just cavern, but these, mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. section of this cavern, again, there are stacks that are about 15 feet tall that run directly outwards, and it goes back and back and back until you can't see. There is a seating area, and there is a basically a series of clerical desks that run along the front and you do mm -hmm. see positioned in various locations along the stacks individuals in the black and white but they are armed and wearing armor there are librarians okay. at the desks and those are the ones who begin conversing with you again in the black and white and they have a conversation they begin at querying you about what you want with the intent mm -hmm. of going back into the stacks on your behalf okay do I need to roleplay that out, or are they just going to... For now, we'll jump to the other two. Moving gotcha. towards them. As Dravosi and Parker, you're but guided by Mavinon into a side seating room. It is well furnished. There is a fireplace, but you are deep within this hill and surrounded by a bedrock. The smoke wafts into some sort of glimmering entrance that sits where there would be a shaft normally but there is this, this radiating surface. There is a fire going there. You have noticed that as you've gotten deeper, it's gotten colder. The fire kind of flickers between 
familiar orange and red and a slightly bluish color. Mavadon slowly lowers him Mavadon slowly lowers himself into a tall backed leather chair and gestures towards the sofas that are seated. They're not extravagant, they're not ornate, but they're comfortable enough. There is a warm carpet laying across the center of the stone floor and a few side tables with various instruments you're unfamiliar with. Well, sit, please. Let us discuss. <laughs> and Rosie will take a seat and gesture to Demi to do as well. She'll do that, taking the pseudo-dragon off of her, like, shoulders and holding him to pet him. Very confused. <laughs> There's purring. Mavadon... There's not a simple way to say this. Well, there is a simple way, but not an easy one. Uh, but you remember when I first left Neildra, I was unsure of why I had to leave, but sure that I had to. Looking for I... your purpose, as I recall. Yes. I've been given a vision. Of Aragal. He slowly stands. Mm -hmm. And as he's standing and you say Aragal, there is a no noticeable pause. Yeah. And then he crosses the threshold and closes shut this wooden door. Mm -hmm. Please, give me a moment longer. Of course. And he begins casting something. You're not certain. But a very, very pale light green color manifests at the end of these splayed bony fingers with these long long nails and something settles over the room and where you thought the space was quieter before you can now hear yourselves breathing as it becomes mm. completely silent he moves back to his chair and says, yes please I apologize go on your discretion is always appreciated. My pleasure. Aragal is dead. Why do you say that? I reached out to Wejas in search of knowledge. And he gave me a vision of a hand that I am now told is the hand of the Scarlet Brotherhood, crushing the symbol of Aragal and reaching for Weejoss. You say you've heard from Weejoss? Yes. And you have proof of this? And you can see there is an urgency and a slight concern to his tone. You are welcome to view it if you would like. Yes. I will not resist. I would very much like. Please, excuse me one moment. And again, he slowly rises and there is a creaking and a cracking. And he steps across the carpet towards you, Dravosi. Mm -hmm. 
He raises his hands and they splay out and lifts it up to about an inch from Dravosi's forehead. And those pitch black eyes, flames, a light green flame in each eye. And he begins to murmur something. Uh, languages? What do you guys speak? Um, not much. Um, primordial, common, and aquane. Okay. That's it. Celestial, common, dwarvish, elvish, and drow. Tiny bit of undercommon. Okay. I don't think. None of that allows. No. But he begins muttering something under his breath. There is a pause. And Dravosi, you feel magic taking hold. You see mm -hmm. memories surfacing of your kitchen table, of the entrails of your sacrifice, the blood, and then the hand. The crushing of Aragal, and then the second reach for Weejoss. And as the memory ends, the light in his eyes goes out and he staggers backwards. <laughs> I'm sorry. God. When was this? About a week, week and a half prior. You will have to excuse me, Captain Demi. Dravosi, you trust yes. this woman. Yes. And what is your involvement, Captain Demi Waters? In gods, nothing. In um, all of this, in this vision. Oh, um. The Scarlet Brother has been uh, threatening my family for a while now. Um, and we were taking a, a relic up to the capital. Um, as a favor, and they've taken one of my friends. I'm sorry about your god. The relic is also... The box that held it fell apart, and we saw the symbol of the Scarlet Brotherhood on it, which is what they were transporting. Yes. I know not of this Scarlet Brotherhood. But the hand that you saw in the vision? Yes. It is theirs. They're rather awful. It kind of slowly sits. Travosi. What do you know of the machine of death? I'm gonna guess nothing, Josh. Do I? You know of Weejoss and Aragal. Yes. You have heard whisperings of history. Religion check for me. Sure. Ooh, terrifying. Oh, that's a nat one, so only an eight. Okay. You have heard of Weejoss and Aragal. You know that they play a part in the process of ushering souls parted from the prime material plane elsewhere. 
I have not heard of it. What happens to mortals after they pass from this realm is a very delicate and complex operation. It yes. has felt wrong for a very, very long time. How long? Longer than I have lived. Ah. Communication with gods, especially those with jurisdiction over mortal souls, is not an easy process. If what you suggest is true, things are far, far worse than we assume. So you have been searching out this information before I brought it to you? It does not work. Like scholars might want. Those of us attuned with individuals who are a part of the machinery of death, must intuit more than research. But the signs are there. You invoked the name of Eregal. You say he is dead. His clergy yes. still exist on this plane. Though they are an isolated and independent group and have been for thousands of years, if the annals tell so. If... Truthfully. If Aragal has been dead for as long as you say, why... Does his clergy still exist? We did not know Aragul was dead. If he is, until you spoke these words to me today. I understand. If he has been slain Recently, we are all in grave danger. If this has sat as long as it possibly had, the world itself may come apart.
All right. You have this... this throne with you? Yes, that is the other matter. You will bring it to me. Good. Oh, No other I, hands shall touch it. I am slightly concerned about um, the people that asked for the throne or the crown. That will not be a problem. You... How exactly are you going to get it? It's on a boat with guards watching it. Give me three or four hours. You may stay. Peruse the stacks if you wish. Magic words for Demi. You can have, yeah, we had eight hours, so three to four hours. Yep, you're, you're fine. I, yep, you're good. I, we out this door was the library. That was this one? This, uh, that, that one? Is there anything further we should discuss, or would you oh, probably. wait until further? Travosia, uh, this is... You may go if you'd like, Demi. I can wait patiently. <laughs> Peach, I bet they're rushing to get everything done really quickly. I bet they're working, they're, they're working so hard right now. I speed read. Oh you said earlier, Captain Demi, that you are yes. not involved with the gods. No, sir. I, my I... dear, greatly beg to differ. Well, they didn't ask my permission first. Um, they never so do. I, um, I do not get, as far as I'm aware, um, anything from uh, any one particular. So, um, sure. We will gather I... your companions. We will converse further. The crown will wait. Thank you, Mavanon. Ooh, okay. Dravosi. Yes. I may have a task for you, but we will see. For now, let us bring all parties involved together. Of course. Kind of I believe that task might be the same one that Dravosi already had in mind, yeah. so it will work out. Um... Demi's going to books. Books. Okay. As soon as she's released. As you actually go to press against the door, he's paused standing in the middle of the room. His eyes have now again kind of developed that burning flame and there is muttering once more. He kind of finishes whatever he was doing and turns and as you go to pull the door, it will not open. Oh. One moment and he waves his hand. Something shifts in the space and the door comes open as you tug at it again. Q. Yes. And she's going to keen mind direction herself back to that stack room. It's literally a left and you walk into Perfect. this massive open Amazing. library. Wonderful. Where you see your dragonborn recent acquaintance currently having a conversation with a human woman with big glasses and just hair pulled straight back. 
She's going to stand as if it's a line behind <laughs> him, like waiting. Okay. She is surprisingly the only librarian currently in, though there are desks for all of them. Okay. Travosi, where are you headed? Suspicious. Um, I will join Demi, but I think I did have one last question for uh, Mavinon that I would have waited until Demi was gone from the room to ask. Okay. He turns to um, you. The, the clergy of Aragal, where are they? They hold monasteries dotted across all of Linnaeus. Walk with me. And he steps back into that stone hallway. Mm -hmm. And you kind of begin to follow him back towards the entryway, away from the library. Yeah. The clergy of Aragorn have been isolated for longer than I have lived. They are secretive, cloistered. Though there are records of that not being so. Ah. An exodus of sorts. A schism. My predecessors my job is to assure that the machinery works as best it can. To avoid conflict. To assure that Eregal remained worshipped. We allowed them to develop and establish their own practices and places of worship. This was thousands of years ago. Mavinon, I... I can't explain it. For the first time in all of my life, I feel that I am being led towards something instead of walking without direction. What would you do, Dravosi Arnul? I think I need to find them. Very well. The clergy of Aragal. Find what you will. Return that information to me if you can. I fear I will your do my friends, and he glances back over his shoulder, have become entrenched in something very, very dire. Yes. I pray that they will rise to it. I will leave you here. I have, uh, rather boisterous king to attend to 
and he turns to the right and strips straight through a solid wall and disappears. <laughs> I do not envy that. All right, and I'm going to find Demi again. Okay, you make your way back. Um, <laughs> Sean, <laughs> you're standing in front of this Ganassi. What conversation are you having? She's just been writing down the name of books. Okay. Because I've been spewing about her. Uh, Corin's Last Index, uh, the DeLorean Historian, anything you can find me about pre-Great Empire. Right, right. Yes, um, okay. Pre-Great pre Empire. Um. No problem. Tybalt! 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 And as she begins whistling, a translucent figure raises from the ground beside her through the floor. Oh, jeez! Oh! You rang, ma'am. Uh, yes, um, this list here, Tybalt, uh, please uh, identify and mark them uh, and have one of the acolytes return them to me. I start looking around, like, <laughs> notice Demi's like, is that a fucking ghost? Very good, man. We got a ghost? I don't know. And there is a poof, and this ghost whips back across the room in a blur of white disappearing into the stacks. Working even in death. I wonder if that's interesting. And what's the library? It probably would be very fun. Hello. Hello. Oh, Are you I'm with him? <laughs> the line I, was just, I was just, like... <laughs> There was just like a little blue Ganassi head just like popping out from behind the dragonborn at one point while she's talking. Like, uh, friends of yours. Hello. Oh, look, another one as Travosi steps into the room. Uh, acquaint acquaintances. Um, Are you hello. Uh, Mr. Salvatore, your texts will be ready shortly um, if you'd like to take a seat. <laughs> Shine my monocle. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> there are again. Fairly comfortable seating, albeit fairly old and worn, uh, just positioned all over the place. These um, these long coffee tables, very well kept. There aren't stacks of books anywhere. Everything is in its place. Um, <laughs> it's quite, quite organized. Uh, because if it's not, Button would yell at me. Uh, <laughs> no, it is it is very, very well. You've, you get the feeling like if somebody were to leave a book somewhere, it would be back on the shelves in moments. Um, gotcha. As you take a seat. What have you, uh, Miss Captain Demi? Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Uh, yes, hello. hello. Uh, Demi Waters, nice to meet you. Um, can, can we ask for anything? Uh, yes, I can try. Oh, oh, oh boy. I think I only have a couple hours. Um, um, hmm. Uh, do you have anything on, uh, Serdwyr, or the Feywild, or, um, hmm, uh, familiars, and summoning, um, familiars. and, uh, and, um, hey Josh, what was, what was Oceanus's city under the sea called? Wayserath. And, um, that, uh, th that city in particular, I think, I think that's it. If you can find something on, on those... Tybalt! Tybalt! And again, from the floor the next to her, same ghost. I'm so sorry, yes. Tybalt. You're floating everywhere. Uh, my pleasure. Uh, these 
And as she, like, holds up the paper, you see an acolyte trundle out this car, and it is the loudest as it goes over, like, a raise. And he pushes through these little, like, wooden doors and rolls this cart of books up to the end of the reading table that uh, Salvatore is currently sitting at. Yes! (laughs) Uh, I take off my monocle, put it in a little pocket, take out a pair of small uh, reading pinch nays, put them on my snout, and I take the first book. Okay, which is the first well, At the top, it is, uh, what did you ask for? Corin's uh, Last Index. Okay, you've got Corin's Last <laughs> Index, which is a very deep and thorough indexing of the late pre-circle nations. So Ooh. the city-states of about 500 years ago. Hmm. It's one that you've heard might be helpful, though you're hoping for something a little earlier. Yeah. But I will read it regardless because it deals with the circles. And so you begin. Mm-hmm. It's a few minutes, and then... <laughs> this time it's a different acolyte <laughs> with a cart. <laughs> and they All to make the same sound, though. <laughs> they all make the carts, like, all... <laughs> um, okay. There's a bunch of tables, but in her excitement, she sat at the same one. Just, like, the other end of it. Like. Okay. The two of you are sharing. And the coffee tables are about ten feet long, and the book carts are situated at either end. And the old librarian woman looks to Travosi. And you, anything? You know this process. Mm -hmm. Yeah, actually, she's not going to ask for anything. Yep. All right. And she's just going to sit next to Demi. Okay. And so you begin to sit (laughs) in this room. You're here for some time, and the cold does begin to catch. It is cool down here. Very cool. Not damp. Mm. Just cool. Perfect. Braziers. Braziers. Excuse me. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Braziers! From Tug to Brazier's Welcome to Conundrum Company. We are 18 plus. I'm kidding. We are 18 up. Brazier's so good. Braziers that you have not noticed. Essentially, the way that this works is as you step into the room, there are these little stairs that lead down about five feet into the seating area, and then the desks past it. Set into that kind of five feet raise where there are not stairs at the corners where these seating areas are positioned, there are these braziers, and they light up as the chill begins to set in. And they are Mm -hmm. that sort of regular fire fading into the occasional bluish green and then back into the red color. I will leave you to your reading and we Mm -hmm. will return to the sea cutter. We watch the throne without issue. Nothing bad happens. (laughs) So it shall be. I should have gone with him. Okay. Roll perception checks for me. Okay. And I am sitting atop the crate. I was thinking about doing that, honestly. Oh, my lord. Uh, 11. 11. Okay. Uh, 7 for me, and then Ashi. 
Oh, I actually got a roll, but I got to see what sprite stats are again, because I... Forgot. Forgot. The woes. Sixteen. Sixteen, okay. As far as y'all can tell, very uneventful. You spend your time watching the crate. The guards mill about. Eventually, a few of them sit down, start playing cards uh, as they watch the vessel. Are they betting on the cards? Not on shift. Damn it. But they speak as though they are familiar with trading cards. Damn it. Eventually, about two hours in, a cohort of armored figures arrive in black and white taverns. They approach the... What's up? What's up? I realized that Dravosi totally would have cast sending to I tell. Will, you had an hour to two hours to think say, of this. Please. Yeah, yeah. Debbie's like, completely lost. Yeah. Absolutely. Would have been like, uh, it's, they're protecting it. Why not? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think um, I have enough spell slots. I think I sent one to Zal and to Peach. Um, just to say. Um, Friends will be coming to help with the throne. Look for black and white robes. You can trust them. Okay. Thank you. Stay safe. All right. About two hours after, or an hour or so after that message. Guards. Their attire is a little different. The armaments of the Keolan Guard, very well kept, as are the armaments and armor of the Catacombs. But, again, the black and white tabards with no specific distinct indication is very different to Keolan's golden green with the kind of peripheral lion head silhouette. While the Keolan Guard tend to have halibreds and canonical dome-topped hats, the Catacombs have flat-topped hats, almost like buckets, with slits cut across them. Uh, and they tend to be carrying a sword and a shield as they approach. The shield's mostly strapped to their backs. The lead figure approaches, uh, and you see them walk up to one of the guards in green, and there is a hushed conversation. One of the guards in green calls out to another guard who runs off into the city proper. Eventually, Gaston arrives again. Hello. Hey. Uh, it would appear mm -hmm. that there has been a change in plans. The yep. antiquity that you are delivering is to yep. be delivered to the catacombs. Yep. The guards here, and he ushers to the individuals in black and white, will be your retinue. Boys, we're going to go ahead and guard the ship. The matter of the murder remains the same. Um, and please do not leave the city. I wasn't we planning on it. Appreciate your cooperation. Thank you, Gaston. Um, is there some sort of moving apparatus? Did they bring, like, a cart? There is a pause and some hushed conversation, and then a few minutes later, a cart trundles up 
led by two large oxen. And they begin to kind of aid you all. They approach. The individual in the front pulls off his helmet, and it is another bone-white tiefling, again with the dramatic hooked horns and the black eyes. Hello. Hello. Beautiful eyes, I have to say that. All right. Nice to meet you. Hello there. Can we help you, uh, I'm sorry. This endeavor. Uh, my name Peach is... Peach is blushing for us all. Like, they're just green. You may call me Captain Bertram. It is a pleasure Hello, to meet Bertram. you Bertram. Now, okay. we'll get this loaded on. Mavinon indicated that this is to be treated with extreme caution. Can I Do. assume that you can guide us in how this needs to be conveyed? Do not touch it. Just the box in general, or... The box is fine. Uh, Do not touch its contents. Got it. Gentlemen? If, if, if you like surviving, which I assume you do. Yes, that's... Absolutely. I'd love to survive. Uh, and he kind of begins, like, climbing up this sort of wide gang plan that's been set up for the barge. And begins working, um, moving this very, very, very heavy throne down onto the cart. He will assist. All right, make an athletics check for me with assistance, Peach. We'll see how quick you guys get this done. I mean, I would help, but like... That was a 19, that was an 18, so 19. A 19, okay. It's, with your aid and with a lot of them, it is quite, quite quick. Um, You see as Bertram kind of... He doesn't just supervise, he also helps uh, load this in. Their kind of helmets all end up discarded off to the side. And you see an assortment of tieflings and humans uh, among this group of guards as they load it onto the cart. All right. Peach has never, I don't think Peach has ever seen a tiefling before. And they haven't seen like a group of individuals who don't look humanoid or dwarven before. So they're just kind of a, a little excited. Like these people look a little odd and no one seems to be giving them a hard time. They don't voice this. They're just kind of excited. You're staring openly, right? Yeah. New to the city. Mm -hmm. We'll take care of you. That's kind. Okay. Let's go. And he kind of... Are you lot willing to drive the cart, or do you need one of us? I'd prefer I to... am proficient in land vehicles, so Peach will drive the cart. Boom! Land vehicle proficiency! I'm not proficient in shit. Oh, hero. It took us 30 Daddy. episodes, but we got you there, my friend. It happened. Land vehicle. Uh, All we need is so a So I just had my proficiency? Uh, yes. So, uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead and make it your proficiency and dexterity for me. Okay. Uh, 22. Okay. All right. Uh, Easy enough. You hop on the cart and navigate. You notice that as you begin to head down the street, you begin to be flanked by the guards of the catacombs. People part for them. Not in a terrified fleeing way, but in a respectful way. You also note, well, what's your passive insight, both of you? 
I'm <laughs> nine across the board for all nine of my passes. Okay, yeah, the people move, move out of the way. It's good. The passive insight? <laughs> That's a ten. Okay, yeah, cool. No, everything's great. Uh, the passive investigation for 14, though. <laughs> um, is Bertram on the cart? Bertram is not. Bertram is, in fact, walking just off to your right. Uh, and he's donned his helmet once more, uh, which you now notice there are, like, slits along the back that keep it open for the horns to go through. And so it's this, like, metal bucket helm with these white uh, horns that hook back out of it, straight up and then back at a 90-degree angle. That's really hot. Love it. They've got All a right. very military and regal bearing to them as they flank. As, Gonna love that. All right. As they're going. <laughs> as they're going. Zala's definitely need to peach and being like, I wonder if those helmets ever get stuck on. You know, because like if it gets caught oh, no, on the I think hole. they're designed to not to. I think someone was very considerate when they designed those. But if you like move the wrong way just a little bit, it's kind of stuck, you know? I guess so. Probably. Probably helps it stay in place though, don't you think? True. With those very two true. points. Very yeah. true. Do you think I they all worship Rao? No. No? Pretty mm. sure they worship a different god. Hmm. From what Dravosi said, I thought they were the... Like, this is Adam mind here. Didn't Dravosi say this was the god of death? Like, they worship uh, the god I of... said that Mavadon was a priest of Weejoss, I believe, yeah. Okay. Okay. I believe they all prayed to Weejoss. Bertram, yeah. who rolled a natural 20 on Shit. perception check. Shit. There are multiple gods under the pantheon of death. And he's not looking at you, he's just kind of speaking through the helmet. Who do you worship? Myself, personally. Weejoss. Just as my father. Who's your father? Um, well, just heard you say his name. Cool. <sighs> I like it in this city already. It's way better than everywhere else I've been. Oh, you're going to love Neildra. It's likely. Seems that way. Can Beach scan the crowd for some anyone who seems to be following? Because they're looking for Scarin. Perception check. You're so bad at this. Oh, hey, yeah. fuck. Oh, oh, uh, 14. There's Scarin. Yeah, no. <laughs> Is there someone hey, following? Scaring. I feel um, like there's someone following. As me. you scan the crowd, it currently does not seem that there is anyone following you. Um, as you continue to make your way down towards and through this city, crossing the river district, skirting the Dragon's Mark district, and then crossing this massive main street as you head into this catacombs district that I described earlier, so for brevity's sake, we won't. Eventually, you find yourselves pulling up into this huge square. The cart is kind of continues to be guided towards these stone steps that lead up into this massive temple front. And mm -hmm. as you kind of roll up, Bertram says, all right, we'll bring this around the side. And he begins to guide you off to the right and then into and up ramps that are literally like stone carved ramps into the side of the cliff that are on the far ends of this massive open colonnade. Uh, and you're led into these cuts on the right side that just goes back. 
uh, and you do see that they're about 20 feet down are these massive oaken doors with several more figures in the black and white standing um, at guard. The cart approaches, Bertram nods at them, and they open those doors. There's a tap, and then they swing outwards. And then the cart is led forward as you pass more of these figures in the black and white. You pass open spaces where, cut into this rock, there are training yards. A pale white sand fills the base of them, and you pass along these, again, in a full cavern, on this cart, flanked by guards, you pass along these columnades that are cut into the stone. You can see the training yards. Beyond them, you see seating areas and spaces that look to be barracks, based on what you've seen interacting with the salt marsh guard and so on and so forth. Peach is going to um, look at Bertram again and say, Are you a religious order or a military order? Seems very... They tend to military. go hand in hand. Ooh. I fear I've made you worried. Makes sense to me. Peach is just gonna look at Zal for a moment and then keep driving. <laughs> what? The world isn't always as black and white as we all like to imagine it, and sometimes people seem to fight against religion or belief, and I just have to say that that's, it makes sense. You know my Sorry. opinion of groups. There's Oops, a, I keep going. <laughs> oh, absolutely. But I get it. Our job is to assure that the machinery of death continues to work. Okay, now I don't get it. What we does that We keep driving. <laughs> he kind of falls into silence walks alongside you okay now okay and then he, he, Zal definitely leans over to Peach yeah now I don't get it I, what did he say machinery of death I don't imagine Peach knows what that is so I'm not gonna roll for it no okay he did say that okay I'm sc I don't know what that means I'm a little scared you are led down this cavern deeper and deeper Eventually, you're brought into this large open staging area where a series of carts sit. Um, some acolytes approach and unhook the oxen, moving them back towards the outside. Not a very hospitable place for livestock to be kept. Um, your friends are waiting in the library, I believe. Um, Can I ask where the throne is going? We're gonna I know it's here. I have no orders beyond getting it here. Um, I think there's yet to be a conversation had. But I'm not privy to this. And we yeah. have passed like dozens upon dozens of armed folks, correct? You have now. Uh, probably you would count and Peach as you've I'm not even going to make you roll for this because with your experience you've you've spent some time like kind of considering these sorts of things as a fighter. Um you probably counted, if not specifically 30, equipment and training for about 30 armed personnel. Living quarters and all. Well, uh, I do. And we've traveled how far? I've You're probably about 120, 140 feet into the side of the hill in this bedrock cavern. 
Maybe a little okay. deeper. Maybe 200, 300. Be vigilant. Please. We will. Yeah, please make sure that's safe. I did die for it. Yeah. Well, that means things are broken because you're still here, so great. All right. We tend to break shit. It's fun. Good. Uh, What's the library? Right this way. And he kind of points right. towards these doors that cut through. You're led down. Uh, a few acolytes kind of pick up and lead you down these long stone hallways. You see these carvings in all of the walls as you move down uh, and branch into... Roll a perception check for me. Come on! 11 again. I rolled a 14. Ah, she rolled a, a 9. As you walk down this hallway, you see this T-junction ahead of you. And as you step through to the T-junction, the acolytes begin to head right. And as you look over your shoulder, the hallway you had come from, no hallway. There's just a stone wall with a carving on it. I hate that. Okay. It's all fine. So how does that work? There is a hallway heading leftwards, and you see light and hear noise, and there's a hallway heading right. Is the... Are we alone, then, or are we... The acolytes are with you. A few young men okay. or women, other individuals. So do, how, do, how does that work? That's interesting. I like that. Magic. <laughs> you don't have to treat me like a child. I do magic a lot. I'm sorry. Just say. My bad. Thank you so much for leading us. Where are we? Uh, where are we headed? This way. And he leads you down, and you step in to your left again. This is a long, narrow hallway with no doorways in it. Not a single doorway. And as you move down, you step into this open room, and see stacks upon stacks upon stacks of books. And over to the right, seated in the um, sitting area, is Demi sense. Dravosi. And a strange white dragonborn. Yeah, Demi does not look up from her books. Zal definitely walks. In, Zal definitely walks in the room and just looks at Peach. And just makes sense that she's here. Absolutely. And Dravosi is just sitting with her eyes closed. Which she? Hmm. Which she? Zal. Weirdly, both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think they're right over there. And, Peach uh, is just looking around a little dumbfounded. Okay. Is there, did you say the reference librarian is uh, a lady with glasses and a bun? A lady with glasses and a bun, because I had to be a cliche and I apologize for that. <laughs> no, sorry, <laughs> is she visible? She is currently sitting at her desk. Hello? Can I help you? Hello. Um, Hello. They're going to look at Dravosi, whose eyes are closed. She seems like she might be meditating, and Demi is lost in her text, and they don't know the dragonborn, so they are going to approach. Demi will look up if you're talking. (laughs) Our dragonborn is muttering to himself, and Demi looks up. You see Peach. Muttering, like, is he reading aloud to himself? But he just sort of, like, has the book, and he's, like, in his 
like comfortable position here. <laughs> what is he? Is he reading in common? Or he's he's not saying words. He's just sort of like oh okay, like making reactions to what he's graciously just, enjoying. A I was just making he's sure like, just like, it verbally. I was making sure it wasn't like other words. Never mind. Demi doesn't look up because if that's been going on for an hour, she casts silence on herself. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Zal's definitely walking up with Peach, though, to the okay. librarian. Uh, hello. hello. Wow. So many visitors today. <laughs> well, I hope we're not bothering you. I'm sorry. No, it's good. More than we get in a, a week or a month. Wow. So, I hope you're not lonely. No. Um, Tybalt's here somewhere. Oh. <laughs> what's the Tybalt? What's your name? Uh, I'm Agatha. Agatha, hello. Yes. Um, Agatha. And a may I? Do I get to peruse the stacks, or should I ask for uh, things? No, you need to let oh. me know what you're looking for. And if you can't find anything, then uh, I'm an expert reference librarian. I can certainly make some recommendations. Phenomenal. I. Do you have any um, historical epic poetry? Oh. Tales of events Historical. in in lyric prose. Historical epic poetry. Certainly, we have plenty of that. Anything else? Should I ask with uh, them, or should I ask please. separate? Oh, ah, uh, anything on you on tea or the Medio Jungle? And every time, and Demi, you would notice this as well. Travosa, you know this for certain. She writes this down on a specific piece of paper. Anything else? Uh, uh, yes, please. I was going to uh, say gods of the Yuan T. I don't know if those are separate categories. That's a first. <laughs> an idea. I'm so sorry, Josh. Yes? <laughs> what would you like? Anything on the shadow fell and the astral plane and celestial beings. Wow, okay. You guys are quite there. You get around. Tibbles! Tibbles! Exact same spot. Straight up. Oh God. Okay. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's see through. Hello. This table, and she raises the paper and holds it to him. And he looks at it, and then a streak of blue and green off into the stacks. Right. Go. Right. Uh, please help yourself. There's open seating. Uh, and uh, the they'll be right back. Thank. Thank you, Agatha. Yes. Thank you. Don't go. Person. I'm sorry. What's your name? I'm Peach, like the fruit. Okay, thank you, Peach, like the fruit. I'm Zol. And I'm that nice to meet you, Zol. Okay. Go on. Card of books. Now there's three carts around this coffee table. Now, I guess. Um, I will say. Uh oh, never mind. I thought I had oil. I do not. Never mind. 
I do. You do? Yeah. Would Peach know that? Gosh, that probably. thing needs some honestly, oil. Honestly, honestly, <laughs> probably. You probably have Can I one. borrow your oil doll? Yeah. I'll go oil the fucking cart. Okay. Peach is just... There's like all of these books sitting here and Peach is just in the front like... Yeah. Demi looks up. What are you... Hello? <laughs> Aren't you guys you cast here? silence on yourself? Can I hear I, you? It's ten minutes, so okay. I, I'm calling it. Ah, okay. Oh my. <laughs> it's so loud. Hi. A little bit. I mean, uh, yes. It's good that you're all here. We should fetch Mavinon once again. Yep. Give me a minute. I'm going to look through the, our cart that just got there, and is there any books on UNT? Um, there's a bunch of texts on the Amedio jungle. Um, most of them appear to have similar information that you've already perused from that specific book that you have on the shelf there. Um, there is a brief, like, looks like an index of rare and obscure gods. And you do see, with no description, but the name Seth. Seth? S S E T H. Oh no. Okay. I don't trust those double S's. Um, this is for snake. That's really? snake Super sound. Snake. Wait, it's, it's, it's sorry, S S I wanna make sure. S S E T H. Let me just double check that as well on mine. Sometimes I change names, sometimes I don't. Never trust myself. Please role play amongst yourself. I know that's the favorite. Final Fantasy question mark? Yes, S S E T H. Okay, cool. Josh, did I get books that I asked for? And yes, I'm sorry, you asked for books on Saradawir. Yeah. No dice. Okay. Um, go on. I asked about Oceanus's little under the sea city. Okay, you and the Feywild. Feywild, okay, definitely got books on that. Feywild. Familiars, that was it. And familiars, okay. The last three, yes. Um, okay. These are all large tomes, so you've got these piles of books that could take days to read currently. Yeah. You've asked for all of these books, and it's going to take time. Which one are you picking up to take a look at? Or are you just looking to see which might be relevant? Uh, I'm looking to see, like, what what might be relevant. So like if it's a if it's like a Feywild children's book, I won't read it. <laughs> the Wayseraith book uh is a rather recently written book that touches upon a brutal war going on across Flanace on the far side um in the Aredi Sea between yeah, sure. sea elves and humans. And oh. humans? Yeah, the humans. The good guys. Oh, <laughs> oh no. I'm kidding. I see. The, um, the author cites a series of secondhand sources that allude to a boiling point related to cultural differences that led in open conflict that is not going well for the sea elves. 
And these oh are my. all secondhand accounts. All secondhand. Never trust the secondhand. Um. Again, that's really what you get from perusing it quickly. Um, yeah, that's fine. The familiar book is the one that was presented. At least is a very series of it's a it's a series of different incantations and speculations on how p familiars are pulled from their planes of existence into the prime material room, which right. is a little off for you. Yeah, but you do pull a little bit of information on incantation and how it tends to operate. And it does seem, funnily enough, similar to what Zal does in a lot of ways. Okay. Um, for these practices. Not exact, far more arcane a lot of the time, um, but definitely similar. Uh, and then the last one was that I said you got was, remind me again, I'm sorry. Feywild. Feywild. Uh, these are mostly stories of fey beings and their exploits. Uh, a lot of stories of people being tricked, time being messed with, um, people being stolen away and enchanted, kept. Mm -hmm. Many, many, many stories. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah, she would have perused those, seen which one fit her fancy. She'll probably... I, I think... I think she'll just have, like, focused on the war one. Okay. You're able to spend a little more time delving into that. Um, you pull the names from it. The Lordship of the Isles, Wayserath, and Dolstrand. Ooh. Can you say that one more time? The Lordship of the Isles, Wayserath, Dolstrand, and actually there's one more here. Let me just pull out my big map so I can see. Not this one, the other big map, Josh. Try to do that one. Yeah, the doubled map. That's the east and there See, I have too many maps. Not a thing. Uh, too many maps brought to oh, you by yeah. Soulward. Dolstrand, Soulward, and Wayserath. And the Lords of the Isle. And the Lords of the Isle. That's French. Got it. I'm playing a okay. market now. <laughs> Take off. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Button, you had a, some books as well. Any specific ones you want to focus in on? Um, so they asked about a lot, and I apologize. Um, That's okay. But you do, Travosi, uh, know that they don't let you check books out here. Yeah, worst. That's gonna. That's. Yeah. I assume that, like, that Salvatore like is never leaving. Five them. minutes, so I'm letting them check them out. But I'm like, oh, they're not going to get to read those. All <laughs> um, of you the astral... will be on the table when we leave. Oh, I look forward to that. Uh, go ahead. Uh -huh. The astral. Okay. The astral book. Uh, is could you remind me specifics on astral? Was it just on the astral plane? The plane, yeah, just the astral plane. Peach does not know what they're looking for. Okay. This book, especially given the context of where it is, is specifically on the astral plane as a gateway to other planes and a channel for those leaving the prime material plane. Alrighty. Uh, and the shadow fell. 
The Shadowfell is actually placed in juxtaposition as a mirror world. Uh, and it goes into how often things in the Shadowfell directly reflect what is happening in the Prime Material Plane. Uh, it seems very dense and would take a very long time to get much information out of. Okay. It's very um... metaphysical and it talks about aligning ley lines that don't actually align with any kind of specific planar balance. Alrighty. Um, a lot of made-up words. <laughs> some words, some words that Peach is adding to like their their um the empty page of the back of their thesaurus. They're just scribbling rapidly. Um, historical epic poetry. Historical epic poetry. Uh yeah, they like this is the biggest stack. There is just a massive pile of books. They elected to or Tybalt apparently. Uh, elected to um, to basically grab regional texts uh, and focus them on the Kyoshi heartlands with a few referencing the kingdom of Nyrand uh, and the great kingdom I will say Dravosi and mm -hmm. Salvatore you clock the titles on both of those respectively Nyrand, yeah. Dravosi, great kingdom, Salvatore the poetry? The titles of the poetry books, yes. Just based it's like, on... It's like Epic of Gilgamesh. Show. It's yeah. like historical, yeah. Um, and then Celestial Beings. Celestial Beings. Any specifics? They did not know what to ask. Um, no, they didn't ask for Sophia, so we will assume that they didn't. You get a heavily dogmatic text regarding the Celestial Plane... It's pretty cookie cutter. This is where good people belong. Cast judgment down on all sort of thing. He's just like, gross. All right. <laughs> okay. Sean, you were here for a while, so I gave Demi some yes. uh, specifics you're looking for. Uh, just anything I can find about pre-Great Empire sort of uh, civilizations or okay. like literally anything in that area. Um, I'm going to have you roll a history You got me roll? No one else had the roll. You are diving <laughs> much more specific and much deeper. And your asks were also much more specific. You see, you? guys, as you look at the stack from Salvatore, this strange <laughs> dragonborn who is just kind of there with y'all. It is dense, dense, lengthy texts, very specifically focused on a very long forgotten period of history. Ah, the good stuff. The good stuff. Um, <laughs> have you rolled my things for the day? No, I haven't. Hold on. It's the, what's the chart called what? again? Or dump. What's the chart called again? The chart? Yeah, that I'm rolling on. Which, hold on, pull up your character sheet. Sorry, I should have done this beforehand. I can't believe it's I not a chart. Oh, there's not a chart. Just rolling the two d twenties. Just roll the two d twenties. All right, all right, all right. I thought I was supposed to tell you, or be able to reference something for them. Well, I have to. Sixteen and twelve. And what am I making? You are making a history check. I'll take the sixteen. Okay. It's a twenty-four. <laughs> twenty-four. 
And this is you recalling this morning. Yeah, I had a vision about a particular title of a book that I didn't know where I was going to find it. Okay. And as you sit down at the table, it takes you a little bit of time to pull it. But as you look through, one uncannily stands out to you. And you recall this vision of your hand pulling it from the pile and flipping it open. <laughs> okay. I think if it's in the stack, I would pull that one out very gingerly to not disturb the other books. Yes. You all, okay. I'll pull it out. All right. This is the text you've been looking for. The key. The information that has been alluded to and danced around. The book is ancient. Ancient, ancient, ancient. As you pull it away and flip it open, the pages practically crumble to dust. Ooh, it's delicate. Very delicate. As you, I don't know if this would help, but I would... Do I think mending would be able to fix this, or is this just deteriorated? You can certainly try. I would ask first. <laughs> okay. Uh, as you ask, you see as Agatha points to the one sign in the library. It doesn't say, it says no magic. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm reading. The one rule. Yeah, the one rule is no magic. The only rule. <laughs> gotcha. All right, I'll read. So we can take books home. I, I look forward to seeing you try. Uh, There's as no you... rule about it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe there doesn't need to be. <laughs> as you begin to look through this book, Sean, I'll send you a little more information on later. But it is a early written in Gnothian text that references the keys to downfall. Oh, I think I don't make any, I don't make a fucking, not even my breath makes noise while I'm reading this book. And as soon as I'm like done with the first couple of pages before I delve too deep and get all that information, you're sending, uh, I would gently close it and go talk to the librarian. Okay. Hey. Excuse me. She's there. Um, is there usually a record of where these tomes are procured? Uh, we come across our texts in an obscure way in the catacombs. Damn it. Uh, please, continue. Um, I don't know that I can share that secret with you, Master Salvatore. I understand. Thank you for your kindness. <clears throat> I want to meet their acquisitions team. Like, what? <laughs> um, excuse me? Can <laughs> I see the public record? Um, I will continue reading my book. Okay. The Enjoy. first item referenced as the keys to downfall is a jet black throne. And with that note, 
we're gonna end this week's episode <gasps> well oh, hold on hold on oh, because there gosh. is there is oh. there is one yeah quick you're right it is okay you know you're right you're right i can't i can't do this to to sarah we will continue i completely spaced okay because sarah needs to go she's been three sessions here every moment i would play forever but i don't want to do that to our dear josh i appreciate it i mean we'd have you at our tabletop all the time but mavenon slowly walks in as you have this eureka moment, Sean. I'm, just, I'm sorry, is there, um, just because it's far away, is there an illustration? Uh, no, and in fact, you, if you were to glance at this book, you could not read a single letter on it. Yeah, that's why I asked if there was an illustration, because Peach would yes. not know this language. Unfortunately, no illustrations. Just a very old book and a very excited dragonborn. All right. Mavinon walks in. Are we all prepared? I see my son. Everyone. Secured the relic. You have a son? Yes. His name's Bertram. What did I miss? He's pretty cute, (laughs) honestly. I. Yeah, we all told him so. Really? He's here. Yep. That doesn't surprise me. Sorry, you were saying. It is time to discuss what we are to do with the information we have. Yes. Do you know what it is? Uh, Yeah, we should talk somewhere. Uh, And he glances at the dragonborn and is this a friend of yours to be a part of this conversation? Uh, An acquaintance. I don't notice this conversation at all. (laughs) It's rather into his book. Him here. He leads you back towards the side room. Peach, Zal, mm-hmm. there wasn't a door here when you came down this hallway. Demi, Travosi, this is the same door you went through last time. You're led Magic. into a sitting room with strange How do you channels. keep Magic. doing this? What? It's magic, Zal. Okay, yeah, but like how? I want to be able to do this in our house because how cool would that be? We have a door. We, don't we have a very it. cool magical door. No, right. like our. Uh, never mind. What is going on? Just. I'm so sorry. Continue. Sorry. Inquisitive minds. My name is Mavenon. And you two are. My name's Peach. Nice to meet you, Mavenon. Good. Zorkrien. Zorkrien. Please, sit. Your companions have informed me that you are carrying an item that may very well be tethered to the downfall of a god. Well, now it's here. Yes, for the time being. You indicated that there were individuals looking for it. We encountered two beings. We didn't really get much of a look at them, but one of them was very strong and 
They were both very agile. Um, and very good at what they do. Scarlet Brotherhood. Who are they? <coughs> Don't have a a lot of detail. Oh well. If you give me a little bit of time, I could um, I could actually we. I decoded one of their journals. I could give you that information if you'd like. Certainly, if we can. Are you familiar? Yes. Are you familiar with someone in the city referred to as the Spider? I can't say that I am. The person asking for this relic is among the court of the king. Is this correct? Yes. Yes. Then my number one priority is to find out who that is. And figure out why they are looking for this throne. <sighs> Dravosi. Yes. I would ask you to burrow out and find the clergy of Aragorn. Us? No. This will be a task that Dravosi handles on her own, I'm afraid. What? Um... I have another task for you if you are willing to hear me out. Um. What? You may walk away. No, what? I don't. Um. What? What task? My understanding is that you have been summoned to the court of the king. Is that correct? Yes. 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 I would ask you to help me find out who is looking for this throne. In oh. return, I will hold it here for as long as I can and protect it. Can you do... Can you take that one step further and try, with all of your knowledge, to f assess what it might be? What Absolutely. it does. You will all, Travosi, of course, included, have full access to the archives as well. That is Thank a. You. What? Yep. Mm hmm. Yes. Thank you, as always, Avanon. It will be. Um, Go ahead. We have a, f a friend that was um, caught in all of this. Um, we'd like to get him back. Do you... Do you think that this is our best option? Oh, is uh, this friend taken by this brotherhood? <coughs> yes. Do you have any other leads? No. Um, did, uh, Travosi describe the, the red dust, like that, um, that space um, where she saw him? I, I did, yes, to Demi, at least, if you overheard it, then, yeah. I would, I would leave that to you two, I wasn't sure if I was, if she had passed that on. I mean, I, um, uh, I lost contact with him, uh, 
a couple days ago, my magic couldn't reach him. Um, Trevosi looked in on him um, f five days, five days ago, four days ago, um, and he was in an endless sea of red dust. I I don't know if that means anything to you. I have never left the catacombs. I'm sorry, never. No. Never ever. No. Ow. And in my extensive reading, there are many planes of red dust, I fear, my dear. Oh. Then, uh, no, we have no, no better leads. This sounds selfish. I am asking you to help me. But perhaps it will in turn help you, Vagel Frick. I th I th I think he would want us to help you. Um, and I think that we would rather keep that throne out of hands that might use it. <coughs> well, the catacombs is certainly the best place to keep things hidden. Seems like it. So why do you want Travosi separating from us? We I hate one to be... Well, allow me to be frank. The clergy of Erregal, we believe, is tied to the death of a god. One that is very important to what we do. That is my priority over this brotherhood, even though they ask for this relic. And I trust her far more than I trust you. That's fair. Yeah. Doesn't mean I have to like it, though. I am not afraid. I'm afraid for you. After what... After what happened. I... I think you'll do wonderfully, I'm sure. Concern is valid, though. Of course. This is... You've made friends. <laughs> Surprising. A little. No. We usually find all of us mid-disaster, so... Can't yeah. That's where you find the most steadfast of companions. <laughs> so I've read. I was about to say. Well, there's an adventure too you've gotten up to in here, right? Like, perhaps. You have a son, so. It's got to be something fun going on here. He's just kind of being evasive now. <laughs> this unlike he's this entire time his face does not change. Like I know Josh is very expressive. It's just this blank face. The only emotion conveyed is conveyed by his voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dravosi does have a slight like twitch at <laughs> the corner of her mouth at that. Um saying. Well uh, looks like we have a dinner to get ready for. I wish you all luck. Hmm. I wish you luck, Travosi. 
Yeah. And safety. Feel free to speak into our heads anytime. I've realized uh, it can be quite an invasive after having it happen, so I gave you the permission. I will do that. Also, feel free to hang on to that book I gave you. Let me know what you think. Oh, shoot, I have your book. You may keep it. I will not be returning home for some time. Poor Monastrod. Oh, dear. Fucking birch. Anyway. <laughs> I, I oh, suppose no. I should... I will send her a message and teach her. Uh, and I will look to the party and then to Zal and say, I will make sure that the book returns to you. I'll hold you to that. Very good. And, yeah, I think Dravosi actually says her goodbyes to Mavinon and the party, and she's on her way. That's it. Okay. Tell Jeez. everybody I'm on my... <laughs> I will Girl, give you back. all a moment. Um, it is a pleasure to see you again, Travosi. And I look forward to you returning to us with information. Always a joy to be here. And he kind of steps out of the room, leaving the four of you together. And he sweeps into the library. Goodbyes are never easy. I, I prefer no goodbye. Just like, see you soon, or... I've composed my life of many goodbyes. I believe this might be the first see you soon I've done in a long time. Yes. Well, more open-ended. <laughs> of course. Something feels different about all of this. I'm not sure what it is, but I will let you know the next time I see you. Good luck. I look forward to it. Can't wait to see you already. Also, I expect to hear all about that book when you get back. I will probably finish it in the first few days. I mean, I didn't expect anything less. I'm going to look to Bims. Do you want to say goodbye? Bye. I was about to do the same thing to Ashi. They can't mm. hear you. Ashi can go say goodbye. Go say oh. bye. <laughs> you get a Bims on one shoulder and an Ashi on the other shoulder. Yeah, and they both kind of like Bims. wet kiss you on the cheek. Like it's... Ashi is a human. Yeah. So that's <laughs> Okay. Ashi is more of a peck on the cheek. Bims is a straight up. Yeah. yeah. Nice peck on the cheek. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bims you, just licks. That's like this thing. That's a weird. He's like, eh. Thank you both for clarifying. I apologize. You're right. Sorry. Ah. Uh, real weird this time. All right. No, that was rude. Come back. <laughs> it was wonderful. I'm very glad to have met all of you. I think we're glad the glad to ones to have met you. I'll see you soon. And she will go. Okay. Mavidan kind of flanks you as you leave uh, mm -hmm. and walks down the hallway again, kind of just catching up a little bit as you make your way back to the main seating waiting room of the catacombs. And with that, 
we will call today's episode. So I called it Wait for the Well, folks, you've been listening to the Conundrum Company podcast. This show is a stream hosted on twitch.tv slash the welcome in every weekend at 6 p.m. Eastern on Saturdays. So come on down and join us if you want to catch the live show. Our ambient music was brought to you guys by the amazing application Soundtail. And our themes were created by Arcane Anthems. <laughs>